0: Don't do this to me. God damn it! Oh, good for you. And how
1: was it?
2: What's happening, guys? Hey, what's going on? Didn't I just see you? I think I thought I just saw you. All right? everything good. Everything every hands happening. Welcome to the uh, Patreon stream that we try to do once a month. Meet the Patreon uh, family, the patron family, and uh, see those guys that are, you know, help, helping support all this, obviously. Every little bit helps, so, you know, bring them on. Let's have a chat. You know me, I love having chats with people, so bring those guys on and uh, we'll, we'll have some fun. So, yeah, if you want to be a part of it, just head over to the Patreon. And uh, subscribe to it. Um, listing some more ideas to do. So I have some uh, little ideas that I'm going to be uh, putting on the Patreon. Uh, a little more stuff, hopefully, that I've been like talking about forever, it feels like. And uh, I think eventually I'll get it there. Probably like, hmm, okay. I think I know what I can do when it comes to certain things. Let's uh, see. Evening, Ryan. Good to see you. The smoothers. Smoothers. What's going on, Zed? Good to see you. Jason. Always good to see you, Tony. Movie chappy D nine camp fan. Good to see ya, Tyler. What's up, Jose? Cool. Well, I'm sure you'll be joining. Like you, I think you joined last time. Yeah, and uh, you're welcome too. And you and and other Dodger fans out there, you're welcome. Finally, the Giants beat the Padres tonight, so you're welcome. I mean, as much as the rivalry doesn't want. You know, the Giants to win any game, sure, but Padres are, you know, second place. So <sighs> so there was that. And uh, something you, you don't see a lot these days is uh, Radon actually pitched a complete game. That's right. He pitched a complete game. Crazy. Hello there, Alacazu. He actually pitched a full-on complete game, which was great. It's crazy. You never see that, but... And which it just shows you, he pitched like 111 pitches or something like that. And the last couple of strikes that he pitched were like 98 miles an hour. Dude's a fucking beast, man. Dude's a beast. Let these pitchers pitch sometimes, huh? Huh? All right, man, one of these days, I'll make this, Yeah. Huh? Join the fun, join the fun, join the fun. Yeah. Uh, good evening. Hey, hit all the likes. Thank you, Raya. Always good to see you. Always good to see you in the chat. Well, like, what all about Ray? is she is always like a ray of sunshine, isn't she? You will follow her on Twitter. She's always promoting people's stuff, tweeting, you know, not getting mixed up in any of the BS. She's just a positive. She's like a positive force. That's what I like about her. Yep. And she's always friendly to everyone. Love it. Yo, what's going on, please? Uh, I'll call you SK. What's going on, SK? Good to see you. You walked out of the... Th- Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Yeah. And what's your first reaction, huh? What's your first reaction? Tell me. Tell me. Ah, uh, what is it? Okay. Red Sox. Did they win today? Appreciate that. And good. Don't lose the Yeah. I know. What the hell was that? What the... F- yeah. What the hell were those uniforms that she was... Uh, what they were wearing, she? They were wearing. I, I, tu- I turned on the game and I'm like, what is this? All like these, you know, neon colored... Ugh. That was weird. See, when I positive, she's always positive. There you go. See me, I was like, you know, uh, and we're probably going to shit on it tonight. But see, positivity right there. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad that anybody enjoyed it. I didn't enjoy it. That's just me. But I'm glad that people are actually enjoying it. So that's good. Have you ever been tempted to get on the phone to Zach and ask what the hell's? (laughs) No, because it doesn't concern him. Nothing concerns him. If anything, I want to get on the phone with Zach and be like, "So, what can you tell me about Rebel Moon? What's going on with Las Vegas, you know? If I was going to get on the phone with Zach, I would be like asking about that because any the, any of the bullshit that is happening at Warner Brothers or whatever the fuck, you know just uh, doesn't concern him. And like I said in my I posted a little short video uh, not too long ago, you know because because I, I, I was just having fun today, I was watching the game and I was like, hey, um." I was like trying to think of like a video to do, like maybe try to combine like when, um, Dwayne Johnson and Zachary Levi and Henry Cavill were like on stage. And I was going to make like an edited video where it looks like they're on. Stage. And then I was like, wait, that's a little too elaborate. And I don't know if I could find the footage. And then I was just like, all right, well, let me just make a picture. Let me make an image of the three of them at Comic-Con, you know, at Comic-Con. So that's why I posted that if you saw my Twitter. And then I posted like a little short where, uh, you know, I did the whole, I posted on TikTok. That's right. I post for China. Yeah, the Cheda right, uh, TikTok. It's right. I'm on there. If you want to follow me, it's do it. No, but um, yeah. So I posted that, and then of course I just used their effects and then I posted the YouTube short just to be like, hey, wouldn't that be awesome if Henry Cavill showed up on stage with Zachary Levi and uh, Dwayne Johnson? It's not gonna happen, sadly. It's not gonna happen. Um, I think it's just who knows if, if it is, I mean, but then it, you never know what could happen. I mean. Uh, i mean it's too short a notice it's happening you know sdcc is happening this month so i highly doubt anything can really get cobbled together like that at the last minute i don't know it's all it's all very strange but would be cool but then i said watch out for the bullshit out there because i got sent a couple of times from people that are sending me stuff that were saying that there's going to be big announcements happening when it comes to the snyderverse and i'm like Oh, here we go again. Why do we keep... Why? It just seems like some of these, uh, again, sites or scoopers or whatever the fuck, they just know that that uh, there will be people that will swallow anything up and they'll just say like, oh, yeah, something's going to be announced at something and something and something. I mean, I remember at one point uh, when those lovely scoopers that are really no longer around were saying that things were going to be announced at good old Justice Con. And it was funny. It was funny how that was. They were promoting that things like... I I forgot exactly what it was, but those guys were even promoting that uh, announcements were going to be happening at JusticeCon. Funniest thing, because I remember just going, um, you know that we can actually talk to the people who are organizing this, because we know that. Nerd Queens, Meg, we know. And it was funny, because I was talking to Meg and being like, can you believe this shit? Why are they saying that something's going to be announced at JusticeCon? He goes, I know. That she was like, I couldn't believe it, and blah, blah, blah. And it was just really ridiculous. Anyways... uh... No, you're too kind. You're too kind, Rhea. Uh, I kind of want to see Thor. You know what? Do it. Have fun. Again, you can have fun. It's if, if 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 you didn't like Ragnarok, maybe you'll like this one better. I don't know, but go have fun. Laugh at it. Laugh at it. Or with it. Whatever. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's really nothing wrong with that. You might be surprised what I have uh, to say about a certain film. Uh-oh. Uh... That guy. Yeah, that's one of the guys that, uh, that's, and that's what sucks too, because, you know, he gets a lot of, uh, he'll get a lot of clicks. He gets a lot of clicks. He gets a lot of clicks, but it's a lot, there's a lot of BS that he'll put out there, you know, and that's what gets the clicks. I can't, I can't get myself to do anything like that. I can't, I can't get what, I can't get my, I I could totally just take advantage and just like whatever. I mean, yeah, you want to find a fitting title of course, to, to help get your video noticed, but man, they're just guys like that, because he was in he was in bed with uh, Coulter, Nerd, and Lightcast so, at one point, so it's just crazy, yeah, I just hate it, I hate it when I see the bullshit, I really do hate seeing the bullshit, all right, patrons, I'm gonna go ahead and post, uh, I'm gonna post the link for you, what's going on, Space Mutant, good to see you. Let's see. Uh, what do you? What is this thing doing? There we go. I'm gonna post the uh, the link on Patreon right now. So uh, if you're in the top top two tiers, which I, I I keep on saying I gotta adjust that, and I think that I'm gonna do that after we're done here. And kind of would, I need to really adjust my Patreon thing because, like I said, I've been thinking of uh, some cool ideas that I could probably incorporate with this. But all right, so posting it right now. Patreon, stream, link, all right, join in,
0: motherfuckers,
2: all right, here we go, and it is sent, okay, here we go, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes, all right, so, hopefully you guys are having a good night, you know, I just was like, you know, I I had a little bit of uh, vodka. A little bit of VUCA, but then I'm drinking uh, Modelo Negra. Right, that's right. I'm surprised they're actually, that, you know, in this crazy, super sensitive uh, society we live in now, I'm surprised that they actually didn't make, like, them change the name of this, you know? Because, you know, it gets a little crazy. I mean, I, I remember they went after crowns at one point. Remember? There was somebody going after the crown. But, uh, yeah, because of that. But, yes, drinking some uh, Modelo Negra. Hmm. Just, I'm going to get canceled just for saying the name of a beer, probably. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. All right. <clears throat> Let's see. I've got everything going here. All right. Got some people in the back. It's delicious, though. I was like, what do I want to drink tonight? I thought about doing seltzers, but I was like, nah. Kind of not in the mood for seltzers, so not doing the seltzer thing. And then I was like, all right. Let's do some Modelo. Modelo. Don't forget Pat is a... What? <laughs> Who's a pussy? Jase. And uh, hopefully, you guys, uh, if you guys didn't make the Vodka stream last night, hopefully you checked it out. That was really fun. Um, talking to the normies, those guys, it was really cool to uh, chat with them. I always love it when, because beforehand, they're like, hey, can we only do like 45 minutes? It is kind of late. I went, yeah, sure. And then they ended up staying two hours. You got to love that. I always love that. I always love it when guests will have be like, hey, you know, I can only be on for a certain amount of time. And then they end up staying longer because they're having a good time. That's the thing. They're having a good time. It's all good. It's all gravy. All right. What's going on, Mr. Eric?
3: Hey, man. How you doing?
2: Good. How you doing?
3: Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. And, you know, from what you're saying about how you were, you were, you've been thinking, you were thinking a little bit about what am I going to drink? Well, so was I. And then finally I was realizing, wait a minute, it's July. It's the season. And I've Mm -hmm. been making this for a long time. Ladies and gentlemen, the Chick-fil-A peach milkshake.
2: Okay. I had Chick-fil-A today. And when I ordered online, I was tempted because I hear it's amazing, right? It's supposed to be like one of the best shakes.
3: Oh, yeah. Because I've been, you remember I've been promoting this in the chat for the uh, Patreons. Yes. For for like your shows, your streams for a long time.
2: We have, that's that's right.
3: It's it's only available July and August and... It is that good. I remember when oh, I-, I didn't even
2: know that. I didn't know it was like a limited thing. No wonder it was like right on the front page. Cause when I pulled up the webpage and pulled up the menu, it was like right at the top, like, Hey, the peach milkshake. And I was like, mm, so tempted, but I was like, I wasn't in the mood for a shake. I just wanted some chicken sandwiches.
3: So whether you're in the mood or not, I mean, there's also um, in July and August, there's also a peach a tea. Cause you know, they're, they're really good with their, uh, with their teas and they recently, and they have this, um, you can buy in these jugs, this, um, they're, um, they, it's called like, uh, they call it sunshine or sunrise or whatever, but it's an Arnold Palmer, but Arnold Palmer, like the name is kind of, uh, is copyrighted. So they can't call it that. So it's yeah. like sweet tea, so sweet tea and lemonade. I mean, that's pretty good, but okay. also in July and August, there's a peach sweet tea. So you can mm. get
2: that. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to try it. I'm probably going to have to before. You said it's only in July and August, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Yep. I'll have to try it before it goes away.
3: Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Cause I remember
2: you, you kept talking about it. So
0: yeah.
3: And also, you may today, I was a little hyped and old. Thing. I says, okay. For the past two Patreon streams, what did I bring? What did I bring on? I had like, um, I had,
0: gross, gross stuff.
3: And then I had Soylent green. So, uh-huh. why don't I do something not so controversial? Or at least it shouldn't be. but No, know,
2: it's-, it's not controversial. I think the only controversy is, you know, when it, you know, people that talk about uh, <laughs> talk about Chick-fil-A and their beliefs, which I don't even know what that is. I'm like, don't get political with Chick-fil-A. It's great chicken sandwiches. Shut up.
3: <laughs> you know what the irony of that is? Look, they want to say, oh, you know, the CEO of, uh, of Chick-fil-A because he's a Christian, he must be homophobic and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any idea... How many, um, how many gay employees Chick Fil A has?
2: Oh yeah, all the time, and they're the nicest people in the world too. Chick Fil A yeah. has the nicest. The guy that handled my food today was like one, you know, they're just so freaking. You walk in there, it's just a positive vibe. It's always a positive vibe, no matter what. I, I was just like, when I was standing there waiting, I'm like, man, they really have it nailed down here at Chick Fil A because not only do they get the drive through up, you know, really they 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 that drive through goes quick if you do that. But they always just like, everybody's always just super fucking nice, super nice, no matter who they are. It's just, they just know they, they, if you get that nice vibe out there, you're going to get some good service. What's going on, Rhea?
4: Good evening. Long time yeah. see y'all. It's
2: been a little bit. Yeah, There you go. Yeah. i got to get that mic close. <laughs> it's like, yeah, how so you doing good. tonight?
4: I'm doing great. Yeah. I just saw Thor on Thursday. So, um, like I, I usually lose a lot of like the more like finer details of a movie a few days Mm -hmm. after i see it so like y'all have to keep me accountable to like things that i flub up if i'm like going on a rant and i'm totally off so yeah just apologies in advance Nah,
2: no big no big deal i mean yeah you're that's gonna happen it's gonna happen where yeah i saw a thursday also and there's things i'm like wait did that i can't remember a certain yeah so i'll flub up too don't worry then we got we got uh what is it tanashi's bitch <laughs> I, can't, I, I always say her name wrong i'm sorry jacob yeah, but it. uh welcome man that hair's getting bigger yeah
5: actually like i it. cut it on the sides because oh, yeah yeah but you kept the top but uh, i still lo- i want it long still so uh-huh. i just had to keep the top and i i think it does kind of look, look kind of ridiculous so still unfortunately <laughs> but, um, that
0: was good dude i no, like it
2: you. yeah hey my mustache is getting ridiculous, right. man. I haven't trimmed it in since the since I started growing it. Oh yeah, you starting, need,
5: I think you need to trim that for sure. I
2: know it's starting to get to that point where I'm like, it's no longer a goose oh. dash. it's full on. I'm a cowboy now, or something. I don't know. Yeah,
3: I, yeah I I was getting saying, to that point. I, I would <laughs> say, you know, Dave, if all you had, to, if you just cleaned it up a little mm-hmm. bit, it was, it really, it really.
2: Yeah, I probably. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know how long I'm gonna keep it though. It's kind of getting on my nerves and then i'm like because now i only have to like comb it i literally comb it after the shower i'm like wow i gotta i gotta add this to the routine now geez do well,
4: you use like those grooming products for your facial hair
2: no i mean i a little bit when like if you know uh, if i'm if i ever have any facial hair i'll like i have like some special bu- buzzers or whatever and then i have like a little comb and that's pretty much it i don't do anything else to it but but just the comb or the buzzers nothing much more than that probably should do something like that but um so we could talk about thor jacob did you see, see thor i did see yeah okay eric did you see thor
3: yeah saw thursday night
2: okay so okay let's go around the horn here we already know that rail enjoyed it eric your thoughts
3: it's better than ragnarok and i gotta tell you <clears throat> i was one of the guys, one of the guys that like went there, went. I went in, sat down, expecting to hate it, but I was like, "Huh, this is so help me, this is actually improving." Like, what pissed me off the so much about Ragnarok was how often I forget about his humor because sometimes his humor work, it, 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 his works and is funny. Sometimes it's just yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah. What, me off so much about Ragnarok was how often he was like it seemed like he was gonna set up a dramatic moment and then he jerks and he jerks the rug out from under it like I to this day the moment in the entire MCU that I hate the <laughs> most was he's was you know the rock guy you know Corky's giving the drip they're looking at at um Asgard being blown up and he says don't worry the foundations were strong but and da 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 and then it blows up. Nope, sorry, foundation's gone. Yeah. Why? Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And then but, it's kind
2: of funny. It's always it's funny too how, uh, Ragnarok then leads into the beginning of Infinity War, and it's like super dramatic. It's like whoa, that's a shift. It just goes from like that to oh yeah, but but here we go, and then we follow it up, and yeah.
4: And, uh, yeah,
2: spoilers for anybody. Yeah, thank you, Ray, for putting that in the uh, the chat. Yeah, we'll probably be talking some spoilers.
3: I, you know, it's, we'll it. it's whatever. Yeah, a
2: lot of people seen it. I think we're all right. You know, it's been a couple of few days.
3: <laughs> the, the, and, guy, uh,
2: the
3: guy that said um, uh, in the chat that said, you know, hey, I, I think I would still want to see it, says, yeah. I Because, again, I was surprised. Because I was expecting Ragnarok, uh, especially based on what you said about it with your thoughts on it, but and, and there were moments where it's a dramatic moment, and then there's some dumb jokes. But it wasn't as they weren't as bad. And I gotta tell you, like the two strongest, the two strongest elements of the movie are Gore and Jane. Yeah, like, I, I agree with that. I gotta say, like for the first act of the movie, Thor is like the Ragnarok is like the Ragnarok Thor with you know the dumb jokes and all that. But over the course of the movie, he gets more and more respect, respectable, I, uh, to me anyway. I found him like where he, where at first, like when he first talks with the kids, you know, that he's like, it's kind of like he's very awkward and all that. But then he's getting more and more confident. He's getting more, and it's like, hey, I can see the Thor from the first movie. Wow. Huh
2: which uh, I actually watched the first movie. I watched the first two movies. I also watched Dark World today. I watched both of them. I was like, hmm, all right. And I might, after we're done here, I'm probably going to fire up Ragnarok to see. Maybe I'll I'll like it, you know, well, more. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, For right now, I'm just kind of like, I was just very disappointed in in Love and Thunder. So I'm like, hmm, I don't know. But watching that first tour, man, it's just, we've come far.
3: (laughs) It's, we've
2: come pretty far.
3: (laughs) If, like, his like YTD's time on um, *Mandalorian*, like when he was directing mm-hmm. episodes, but under the authority of of um, of John Favreau and Dave Filoni, I wonder if I couldn't help but think that from that experience he learned the need to to preserve the drama. Mm. His episodes of *Mandalorian* were actually I was I they was they were surprised. good. I yeah. they were so maybe he learned from that at least a bit i don't know it's hard
2: it's hard to get a gauge on taka because you know people have been tweeting out some of his interview stuff and some of it i'm like you're supposed to be promoting this movie dude what do you i mean i think like it's trying to trying to decide like okay obviously he's mostly joking because he's just a jokester but man sometimes i'm seeing some of the stuff like he said he doesn't like director's cuts and directors should they suck director's cuts suck some of them suck and directors need to be um, controlled or whatever. I'm like, all right, that's not good. Um, I think he said something. Uh, I forgot what else was also being said and put out there. Um, but there's other things. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy is just, but at the same time, I'm like, I think he's just mainly joking with people. Oh yeah. There was that one where he uh, apparently asked, he asked um, Natalie Portman to be in his star Wars movie or something yeah. like that. Not remembering yeah. that she was Padme. And yeah. I think, that. Was, but if you watch that video, when he says that, you can tell he's joking. But then, of course, like if you people that hate they hate the guy, they're gonna be like, "Look at this idiot! Look at this asshole!" You know, it's like relax. I think he was joking a little bit, but he's uh, he's an interesting uh, character for sure. But uh, Jacob, your thoughts on Thor?
5: Well, I went in going with uh, pretty low expectations, right? Yeah, and I was expecting those kind of moments from, like, I don't know, say, yeah, Ragnarok and um it's definitely definitely just a mixed bag for me i don't really i'm still like thinking about it and like
0: yeah i don't
5: think i like it though yeah but there's um i was expecting way more of that in this movie but it was uh there was some of that in some moments where i was like okay that's good but i don't i i don't know it's a mixed bag for me ultimately
2: okay Okay. and Rhea give your initial your full on thoughts
4: Yeah just from like um like an overview I think like uh, a weak point for me in the movie was um the the weapon love triangle between Stormbreaker or yeah. like, love yeah, polygon was, I guess <laughs> was, uh, between yeah, like Thor weird. yeah uh, mighty Thor oh. and um Um, Mjornir, sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, Stormbreaker, I wish there was some sort of payoff where Stormbreaker sacrifices themselves to save (laughs) them, and then there would be some sort of, you know, qualifying or qualification for, you know, their deep uh, you know feelings or resentment that, you know, that whole strife or ongoing joke, Uh I should say, is taking place throughout the movie, but there was no payoff to that joke, it felt like, so that was a weak point for me. Like, if I had to just, like, give it a rating, I'm I would probably say, like, maybe a 7.5. And unfortunately, that's kind of how I've been feeling about a lot of Disney Marvel stuff in the last couple Mm -hmm. years. It's, like, it's above average, but nothing really, like, impactful as much as, like, maybe, like, previous years. Certainly, like, pre-pandemic for me personally.
2: Okay. No, no, yeah, you're right about that. That whole love triangle with those, it was, like... It just felt like a Saturday Night Live sketch to me. It was like a weird bit, and I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here, but yeah, there was no, there could have been some kind of payoff with it or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah, based on that, like early up, like um, for me, like one of the strongest parts of the movie's plot is is you know the whole um, Thor and um, their romance, like you know the yeah. backstory. By the way, the backstory to me, anyway, actually. Gave a bit of a context to why he is talks with this like, like kind of surfer dudeish kind of talk like in uh, Ragnarok. and so I, I, I kind of get the idea that he learned that from his time on Earth with Jane. Like Jane was like introducing him to this like party life and so on, so he was learning from that.
0: Yeah, because if
2: you even watch the first Thor, he's just like you can't say that I'm mighty Thor. You know, he's very much, you know. And now he's just like, huh, huh, you know, and just kind of whatever the hell, you know, just a little, a little awkward, a little weird, and everything like that. But we look at that, we got Mr. Jose. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up,
6: guys? Are you, are you
2: laying down again, and you know, you know, in the dark, or what's going on? You don't want to show your face
6: again. You know, you know me. <laughs> even
0: no, though your face is right there yeah
6: i know i for i feel like it's my face is all stretched out it took me like 10 minutes just to get this out this <laughs> it, it the
7: this little... yeah
2: yeah right. yeah it looks like they yeah it had to fill the the circle I'm so i'm
7: coming right for you <laughs> 3d it looks
6: like it's like Porky pic coming out of the looney tunes saying <laughs>
2: like bam <laughs> oh man but uh we're just talking some thor did you see thor
6: no, I didn't see it, but I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I
4: like watch it. it, though. But I don't yeah.
6: know. No, I'm just going <laughs> nah, to wait till it's on uh, Disney Plus and check it out there, honestly. All right. You guys can watch it. might yeah. just yeah. put it while we're talking to
3: huh? that. What that? you mind if we spoil it while we're
2: talking about it? No, go ahead spoil all you want. I mean, I
6: pre- I already saw some spoilers online too, so I there's don't...
2: really not a lot to spoil. I I mean, I didn't even do my spoil. I thought about doing my spoiler review today, and I went, "What is there to really talk about when it comes to spoilers that I would need to?"
6: Oh, I, I definitely didn't have a weapon love triangle on my bingo chart. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that.
6: <laughs> I was gonna be like a Valkyrie and Jane love triangle, but nope.
4: <laughs> I was totally expecting that too. Like going yeah. into the movie, I thought that there would be some sort of like bi polyamory happening, which I was pretty you know juiced to see. But unfortunately, that didn't you know happen either. There was no payoff to that expectation no. either. There's a lot of things that there
2: didn't really have a payoff, and I don't know. It was just. Did
6: you guys, guys notice that um the famous Valkyrie licking the sword thing isn't even in the movie apparently? Not even
2: in the movie. Which I'm like, God damn it, that was that's 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 hot. They sure not, we sure they, know how
6: to bait you, don't they, don't they? Oh,
2: they do. <laughs> not even in the movie, and there's a funny, there's a thing that's like that's weird when it comes to her character. Um. You know, obviously it's even said and like, even just rewatching, you know, the first Thor, they talk about how I mean all these they're all warriors. They all want to die on the battlefield, you know. And even when it comes to her, Valkyrie, she wants to die in the battle. Va- she says that she wants to die in the battlefield. She gets injured and then when she would, like when they have this hospital scene, she goes. I'm not going to go because I'll die. And I went. Wait a minute. I thought you said you wanted to go die. It was like contradict It was like I remember just like looking. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't she say earlier in the movie that she wanted to die on the battlefield? Now that she has a chance to, even though she's injured, she's like, no, I don't want to go because I'll die. I was like, what?
0: <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Eric. Yeah, go, yeah,
3: going back to the weapons for a little bit, and I was trying to get at that in the backstory. When um, Thor, without without realizing it, gives like a uh, a gives like a bit of a spell onto Mjolnir because he tells Mjolnir, and then and then it lights up a bit, and then that leads to what happens throughout the movie. Very fascinating, but again, we're talking about no payoff. I would. Who's tapping?
2: I don't know who's tapping because it's cutting off Eric's audio.
3: <laughs> Jacob.
0: <laughs> no. yeah. I mean, anything, that, right. anything that happens is Jacob. I just, yeah, is I, know. I was Jacob. like, <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to stay awake because last time, yeah, he's trying to him. stay awake. I All was getting right, right. my
4: mic to see if it was me.
2: But. No, no, it wasn't. You, I was like, I heard it too. I was like, is that Jose? Because then, because then it ends up cutting off Eric's like uh, audio a little bit. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead, Eric. Keep
3: going. If everyone can hear what I say. Could everyone could hear what I was saying until Jose joined? I'm just saying it's <laughs> all Jose. That's that's the oh, effect I, I have on the stream. But yeah. <laughs> so the whole thing is like with the Mjolnir and Jane is that, that that Thor in the backstory like tells Mjolnir like like always protect her and then yeah. it like and the, but the thing is throughout the like for the rest of the movie Thor has no mm-hmm. idea does not remember that it never occurs to him. Maybe, maybe that's what happened. It, 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 he just he asks, he's like wondering why it's connected to her in some way. And I was like, Well, we the audience know it's like, I don't know. That's
0: mm. oh, sure.
4: interesting.
2: I, I bet, but but it did feel like, uh, like when it came to her getting, you know, when she sees it and then you know, she visits New Asgard and then does the whole thing where it's like she gets all like, uh, you know, it starts kind of like taking and transforming her. That just seemed like that should have been a lot more of a scene but it was like done it's just like you just see like it's starting to happen and then all of a sudden it's done and i remember uh even somebody was passing it around i think i saw it today or yesterday on the on the timeline it's like they filmed like a whole little sequence where she was like lifted up in the air and it was all you had like these guys dressed up in like blue you know that were like holding the harness and doing all this stuff and i'm like yeah that wasn't there they cut that shit short i'm like jesus christ they were really going hey Two hours. It was like the Asujihara Justice League, like, hey, two hours. You have two hours. Cut it down to two hours. And I'm like, yeah, I hate that because I probably would have enjoyed it more if some of these scenes actually didn't get hacked up. Like, they <clears throat> What do you think, do you think they know? are,
3: WB? <laughs> <laughs> right. Michael is not afraid of long superhero films. How yeah. long is the end game? Oh, Yeah.
2: But I mean, that's endgame, though. I mean, it seems like they knew, like, all right, this is Thor's the fourth Thor movie. It's gonna be goofy. Just get it down the two hours. Let's make it as quick as possible. Let's go, you know. And uh, you know
6: what? You know what, I, you know what I think it is. I think it's a lot of them, of them listening to people's. Uh, a lot of people, yeah. especially on Twitter, I've seen a lot of people like. Remember when movies used to be just an hour and a half? Remember when? Remember when movies used to be ninety minutes? Like, Uh, you could tell a good story, and it's like now it's like these movies are just getting shorter, and you're not having these big long blockbuster type
2: of movies. I know, right?
3: Um, Sad. It's sad. Have intermission.
2: Yeah, I know. Let's bring that back. I mean, if we're gonna, I mean, if we're gonna do, let's just bring that back. Have an intermission. Get out. You know, stretch your legs. Go to the bathroom. You good? They should bring that back, maybe. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. you know, obviously, we could. When, I remember when I was like catching up with, uh, you know, the Normie stuff before they came on last night. Um, I remember, I, you know, I, I remember seeing part of their um, reaction to Zach Snyder's Just but I just like, yesterday, I was like, all right, as I'm working, I'm going to have, I'm just going to put it on and see like the whole, you know, both parts um, as opposed to just like, you know, all right, let me fa- Oh yeah, let me get to that part where let's see what their reaction is to that scene or whatever the hell. I just let it play through. And I mean, they were talking about that too, like there's no way that this would be put in theaters because of that. And I'm like, yeah, if you're they're you're right. They're right. And you know what also broke my heart too because I know this was like, you know, it was a year ago that they posted this obviously, but they're like, wait, they're not going to they're not going to do it. They're not going to go anywhere with this. They're not going to capitalize on this dark side. What the (laughs) fuck? They kept on saying like that kind of stuff. I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. And that suck. When you just kind of think about it. It's like, as of right now, it's like, yeah, they're like, Nope, there's nothing happening more over here yet. And right now. it's not going to happen right now. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy when like people and you know, who are, don't know the whole, situation go wait a minute this they're not gonna do more of this what the fuck like a, yeah that's what was kind of breaking my heart when i was like watching that again <laughs> it's like god damn that sucks uh.
6: and it's not like we even had like some time to like you know digest the movie or like process it because it was like the the fucking monday right after the movie came out They're like nah, we're not doing anything else so like a lot of these people that reaction reacted to it they already knew that because the news yeah. came on so fast that they knew that there was going to be nothing after
2: this for now Ugh, sad man sad but uh yeah back to thor i mean yeah i mean um i mean obviously there's two uh there's two cre- uh mid-credit post-credit scenes I, th- I like the post-credit scene more than the mid-credit I but
3: was, i was expecting what at least one of them to be another like dumb punchline joke yeah and neither of them were they're both kind of weren't.
2: yeah because like you know sometimes usually the post-credit scene is like some kind of just like you know like, i mean you look at multiverse of madness it's just bruce campbell oh we're back <clears> at <throat> bruce campbell's little cameo or whatever the hell and you know it's just like oh okay you waited for that shit. but when it came to this one i was like oh hey what's his name showed up right there and i was like both of them were even like okay the the, the mid-credits kind of setting up possible Villain, if there's gonna be a fifth Thor movie or whatever, and then uh and then the last one was like, oh shit, that there's Jane going there, and there's what's his name. So
3: yeah. By the way, and this is a question. Like when I first saw the movie, when my friend and I went, uh, when we went to the movie, we saw it, and then we left. I was like, wait a minute, the Eternity grants you your wish. So why? <laughs> to be to be healed and then then someone told me well eric in the movie um was the what was the what, he was the one to enter first or something he's the one and uh, Thor didn't. That's like, well, okay. That's the only one that the only explanation that possibly makes sense. I don't know you remember that.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was weird because uh, you know, because obviously we're 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 getting the story told to us by Korg, of course the the director. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's, like, it's like the whole sequence, I'm wondering, like Thor, why not just wish for her to be healed? Can't you wish for her to be healed now? Maybe I missed the line, but.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah, I probably missed that too. Because yeah, that does you. You think that that would be the case, but then, but then you know he got the he got his daughter back, and then so now Thor is taking care of her, his daughter. I don't know. It was, and then it was like, and then they then then they said the title at the end. See, and then you have love and thunder. I was like, oh, so that's what the title. Okay, (laughs) and then another another uh, Guns N' Roses song. I was like, I like okay. Don't get me wrong, I like Guns N' Roses, but man. Can we have a little, I mean, at least they had, uh, I think they had, um, um, fuck, what was that one song? Dio. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, at least they had that song. I was like, okay, cool. It wasn't just all GNR. I'm like, man, is there any other band they're going to be using here? Can we, you know, we have some other rock songs. Yeah, we do get a Dio
4: song at least. One thing I did notice in um, that uh, white heavenly space, I think it's called Eternity. There Mm -hmm. was this um, silhouette into the universe that was shaped, I think it was, possibly shaped like galactus i could be wrong
2: yes yes you're right you're right yeah there was like when like uh when gore was like right there and you see the shape and it's just like mm-hmm. a cosmic whatever um i yeah it very much looked like like a one of the well you know we going back to eternals what do they call those guys the, the L- um, L- um L- the what
3: the Celestials.
2: celestials there you go yeah so there was that and i mean <laughs> If that's what they were kind of hinting at, cool. But, but that that was yeah, that was my thought too. I went, yeah, there's looks relatively you know like what? those guys uh, or Galactus or whatever.
6: Have you guys have you guys found it kind of interesting that all these movies from this phase, like the post credit scenes, aren't really teasing something big? It's just no? mainly like it's just mainly for that movie, whatever movie it is. Which like, is,
2: kind of- I, I I understand it though because i mean when it came to the infinity saga they knew where they had to go with it they were like all right we have to like establish all this and you have the infinity stones and we have all these different like i said it was just like one long branch that had little little leaves that were uh all coming off of that branch i think right now they're kind of going all right that's all done so now it's just like okay I mean, I, I guess we'll find out more of what's going to be happening at Comic Con. Obviously, they're supposed to have a big, yeah. huge panel. But I mean, I guess Secret Wars is probably something that might be in there. But I, I just think when, it, when initially they started all this, they had a literally, like, you know, a literally an endgame they had an end game. They knew exactly where they were going to go with it, with the, uh, the gauntlet and all the stones. And then of course resolution of that. So I think now they're kind of going, all right, well, we don't exactly know full on. So that's why I think when it comes to these scenes, they don't really, you know, a branch off into it's not leading to the next which i actually kind of like that it's not oh yeah we're not waiting for the next thing the next thing the next thing i'm kind of anytime that i'm seeing these movies now i'm going all right what are they going to show me i don't know what it's going to be if it's going to be any relative to anything and sometimes yeah it's not like leading to the next movie or anything like that what's the next movie black panther wakanda forever right
4: um yeah I guess. yeah i would i would even say that um to that point that some of the end credit scenes from past movies too still have not really led to a payoff like in guardians True. of the galaxy 2 like we still haven't seen like you know the outcome of you know adam like which I, i'm expecting is going to happen in guardians of the galaxy 3 but there was yeah. no allusion to it here when we saw the guardians they just were sort of off on their next you know random you know adventure to save the day and um on like my reason for bringing that up is that for the for one of the end credit scenes there's this you know scene with zeus you know sort of like um kind of like you know really just being resentful about the fact that humanity has like looked towards so-called superheroes i think that's what he says as opposed yeah. to like pray like as opposed to like you know looking to the gods for you know salvation or help or things like that so that deep-seated resentment is starting to you know that's basically like what I perceive as a possible yeah. plot thread for the next Thor movie.
2: Yeah, it could but be there's, it.
4: But there's no like defined, like to your point, Dave, there's no defined timeline for when or if, like, you know, we'll see a payoff for that, you know, expectation.
2: Exactly, exactly. And let's uh, bring in Mr. Doug. What's going on, Doug? How's it going? Hi
1: Dave, what's going on?
2: man? Yeah, do know a lot. How you been? Good. Uh, we're just talking about some Thor right now. I don't know so if you good. saw it.
1: Absolutely. IMAX on Thursday.
2: Mm. What'd you think?
1: Well, uh, about two thirds of the way through, I was full on Roger Ebert North. Um, <laughs> I was I hate 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 this movie. Um, I hated the fact that the recap was like played for jokes. I hated the costume. I hated the fact that the guardians were completely and totally wasted. I hated the goats. I hated Zeus.
2: Oh, my God, the
0: goats. <laughs> I forgot about the goats. It
1: was, was trying to block that out of my head because
2: I was like, all right, did, did, did Taka really incorporate, like, you know, because I was remembering that video of that goat, that, that, that screaming goat. Didn't yeah. that come out, like, five years ago? And he was like, you know what? We're <laughs> going to have these space goats that are going to be in these – they're going to be gifted to Thor, and they're going to be screaming like this goat the like every time you see them and it was just kind of going oh man all right
1: like, every time you had to scream every time they were beating <laughs> beating you over the head with the goats um oh
2: man i can understand like one time yeah exactly just <laughs> yeah. like that i can understand um, one time but then it was like all right every time we're just gonna get these goats screaming their balls off all right
1: yeah <laughs> and so uh yeah the and then i hated that they rushed the reintroduction of jane and then so a lot of people have said kind of the common criticism of comic book movies is like oh it falls apart in the third act and like this was the complete opposite the first (laughs) it got better right
2: the third act was actually pretty strong
1: (laughs) i did not care about the first and second act and then when they get to the shadow realm it's like yeah okay there's some really good cinematography there with black and white and color which i thought was really cool and yeah. um, you get the jane stuff and that starts hitting a little bit harder valkyrie plays a little bit more of a role and then like best scene bar none november rain i'm a child of the 90s so like really good use of of that it was just like it's it, it was the third act and then Gore was great you know christian Bale's great but it, it, it The third act bolstered a really weak setup to that, and it was just so disappointing because the expectations were so high because of the cast and the crew, and the execution was so much lower than I expected. So that's it. In a, in a... By, by
3: the way, the Shadow Realm, darned if that whole action sequence in the Shadow Realm was not, for me anyway, pure 100% Zack Snyder's The Blueprint.
2: <laughs> it could have been, right when it yeah, when I mean, it comes to was, uh, the he, colors and stuff, yeah. Now,
3: but I felt like Taika, Wait maybe Jesus more, maybe more
2: uh, like, Robert Rodriguez Sin City esque, you know, you know, had a little bit of that, you
3: know. But, yeah, like the style of yeah, the, of the of the, of the, the fights, you know, the jumping and all that. He was trying yeah. you feel like that's black and white, but kind of colorish, especially when you know Thor and Jane are winning. You start to see more color going around them.
2: Yeah. Now it was a it was a, it was I I didn't mind the uh the final battle. Um I mean to me it was like the movie just didn't feel feel as cinematic as I would want it to feel. I don't know. Like again I'd have to watch Ragnarok again cuz just felt Ragnarok was more consistent even though I don't like it that much but it had a consistency. This one there's a lot of just like and what Doug said yeah the first two acts it just Sometimes it just feels like a big, long Saturday Night Live sketch or something like that. And, you know, I'm not saying it's all bad in there. There's still good moments in there, sure. But then it gets to that final act and when you're on the, in the shadow realm. And that's where it's like, oh, okay, cool. I like the color, the colors and some of the s- cinematography and a lot of the, and the battling. And then, you know, Christian Bale does what he can with the script. He did. And he, you know, it's even when it starts off, when you see him in the opening scene with his daughter, it's a good scene. I actually think that's a really strong scene. And uh, Bale really um, nails that scene. But sometimes there was like one particular scene with the kids where I was like, man, he's having some fun. But some of this dialogue is, man, somebody needed to punch up this dialogue because I just don't know about this dialogue right here. It was like, whew, but what can he do?
3: Of course, uh, Natalie was also, like, doing her best with it, too. Yeah,
2: really. Oh, yeah. But it's funny, like, going back and rewatching the first two, I'm like, all right. So I know Thor The Dark World gets a lot of uh, hate. And it's, yeah, it's not strong. There's things when I was watching it again, I'm like, oh, yeah, that that's in this. Oh, yeah. There's some some weird shit in there where I'm like, okay. And, you know, oh, yeah, Darcy. She's even, like, twice as annoying as she was in the first one. Sweet. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Which is funny because when Darcy, I, I liked her in WandaVision. I did. I liked her in WandaVision. I don't know why. I was like, Oh yeah, all right, they, they didn't have her, like you know, when when Thor the Dark World, I mean, she literally just bombards Jane when she's on a date, and it's like, Oh, you're doing that bit where the character doesn't know that they're on a date, and she's just saying very inappropriate things in front of, and it was just like, Wow, they could. That was like, Yeah, this scene is really bad. And they could have just they could have reintroduced Jane without this awkward little thing here that was like this whole little uh, subplot of this dude that wanted to date Jane. <laughs> and like this thing just needed to be totally removed from that. Man, yeah. I did it.
3: Thor Two was such a missed opportunity, and we've talked about this ever since we learned about what the original plan was that like Patty Jenkins was going to do Thor Two. True. He yeah. wanted it to be, you know, a, look. She was taking a cue from Kenneth Branagh with the first one because Kenneth Branagh was was he's a Shakespearean director, Shakespearean actor. She was, she, she was he was doing some Shakespeare with the first one, so she wanted to that and want to focus on the Thor and uh, and Jane relationship. And Natalie Portman was really excited about that, but then but then the Marvel like whether it was a uh, Feige or the other guy like said no, we don't want to, do that. We want to be more like a Thor Loki, so they. It in the, in the, in the
0: yeah, uh, you
3: yeah, know,
2: yeah, you could definitely see that. Like rewatching it, I mean, and but I always said, like, I always thought the final little battle between him and um, the 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 main dark elf—I always for, forget his name—but yeah. when they're like fighting and they're like literally transporting to all the different realms during the fight, I thought that was kind of cool. Like, the, I always thought very, that was the, pretty strong. The, true.
3: Very, oh, okay. archive? Yeah. the no. very archive, archive, yeah. Yeah, you said, I yeah, it was like, to me, that was, that's how I, knew. not yeah. that it was awful, it's not that it was too dark, it's just that it's so forgettable.
2: It is forgettable. It is definitely forgettable, but... Ah, uh, we got Mr. Carey joining in right now. What's up, Hello. sir? Hello. Yeah, hey. Yeah, nice, nice shirt. I think we're wearing the same okay. shirt.
0: Hey. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's
2: it
7: going? Going all right. Just uh, finished some dinner and conversation with my family. I'm out in Colorado right now.
2: Nice. Uh, cool. And uh, I am reading your Man of Steel storyline, I swear to God. I am on page... What page am I on? I'm on page four. Okay. <laughs> So I've been like going through it, it's 34. Yeah. Uh, Hope, uh, for hopefully it con-
7: makes sense. <laughs> no, no.
2: I actually like the uh, the opening and um, your introduction for Brainiac. What you're talking about and the colonization and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm really digging that aspect of it. So, but yeah, Carrie, um, he uh, he has like a nice little uh, outline of a story for like a Man of Steel two. Very detailed. I was like, at first I was like, oh yeah, cool outline. I was like, oh man, 34 pages. Oh shit there we go so yeah. he's got a lot of detail on this so yeah I'll, I'll try to finish that up this weekend man and i'll give cool. you i'll give you my uh two cents on that but i like how i do like um what you were saying about brainiac and uh establishing him and and uh his motivations i like what you had to say right there when it comes to his motivations
7: i mean my mentality behind that without going into too much of it is like i just was trying to think of like I just feel like from Man of Steel and I know this derails from what you guys were talking about, but Oh no no, go ahead. Uh, from Man of Steel I just I just (laughs) they're What's that? Thank
6: you. I said this is much better than talking about Thor, so please um, Go ahead.
7: I did. I did like Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't love it. Yeah. But I liked it. So
2: well, we'll get your two cents after you yeah. talk about. This. But um,
7: no, I because I very much felt like with Man of Steel, I feel like they left some plot threads hanging that were never even addressed in yeah. BBS or anything like that. Like I, I, upon watching, you know, Man of Steel, and they when Jor El and and um, and um, Zod, you know, give the various. Explanations of the Kryptonian colonies that they set up. Um, you know, when um, Zod and his his army, they go around and look at the different colonies that are kind of around all over the place. They said they're all dead. They've all, all dead. just withered yeah. and died. And I've always kind of wondered, like, I wonder if there's a bigger story behind that. I wonder if there's a bigger reason why they all f- failed. Like, is it the, the world engines were faulty? You know, like, is there, or is there some other thing that happened in the wake of kryptons just i mean they say separated from krypton but i'm like but if they were self-sustaining then like self-efficient then like why you know so um no it's a
2: good it's a good point like when you said that too because you bring that up in the uh in some of the bullet points that like yeah like the world chain the the world machines like are they actually i mean even when it comes to when it was happening on earth i mean you're essentially just you're just destroying so many things it's like they're doing more bad than good you know and so bringing up that point and then i like how you said like brainiac it's like it's not just like an intellectual thing it's like it's looking at 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 the kryptonians and 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 even like maybe even the human race or something like that. Mm It's just looking at the, the the bad side you're really like if they have if they do a brainiac i mean you have i mean there's so much there because just going by his character and just and, you know, it can't just be like, oh, this guy is bad and he looks creepy and it's whatever. You really got to What's his? What's behind? What's the backstory of this? Why does he feel this way when it comes to certain races of, uh, you know, of these planets? So no, you go with
7: the, I feel like you can go with the collector of worlds angle, which is yeah. done in the comics and animation and everything like that, and that's fine. But I always felt like there's a way to tie this into what was set up in Man of Steel that I felt like has yet to be tapped. Uh and I so that was a, a lot a lot of where that came from. Or even, you know, if sort to to say like what if there was kind of a, a negative side to Kryptonian's colonization efforts, um uh yeah, and brainiac is the the result of that, you know. So now
2: okay. Yeah, but I'll try to finish it uh tomorrow and I'll give my two cents. But right as of right now I'm digging it. I'm digging it. What are you gonna oh. say, Eric?
3: Who, uh, Carrie, did you um, write, you know, Brainiac with like the idea of, you know, of any like actors that you would imagine playing him or what?
7: No, I didn't have an actor in mind necessarily. Uh, just kind of a deep, just a, a deep voice in general. Uh, so I, well, I'll say this: I, I took if you look at the the Superman Unbound animated movie, and how it's like John Noble is the voice for it. I'm kind of using that as a baseline.
3: Because, like, like, ever since um, um, Star Trek in the Darkness, I thought that a, it would be cool to have Benedict Cumberbatch's as Brainiac. Mm-hmm. Like the, yeah, a lot of people the,
2: fan cast him, yeah.
3: Because, like, cool. the scene where Khan reveals himself to Kirk, he says who he oh, is. I, that was pretty uh, really much yeah. how I would imagine, you know, Brainiac introducing himself to Clark, to a Superman, to yeah. count.
7: In my mind, he would be an awesome actor for that. And he's no stranger to doing, you know, uh, uh, you know, performance capture animation. But in in my mind, the way I'm visualizing in in this story is I want it to be big. Like if you look at the Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, you know, Superman Brainiac storyline, he's uh, Brainiac. Brainiac is massive. You know, yeah, He's, he's he's a similar size to like, you know, Thanos so mm-hmm. i would want him to be like that physically imposing to to superman so if if you were you know, if they were to go with cover Cumberbatch, I would want them to do. You know what book. I mean? Like, say,
2: say, say, Zach was gonna do like if he had any idea of doing a Brainiac, I would almost like uh, like a like how he uh, um, put Xerxes on uh, in 300. You know, he's like not like huge, but you know, he's tall. He's a big dude, but he's like a little skinny. I can mm-hmm. actually see like a, a, a something like that. You know, when it comes to a, like a brainiac or something where he's not, it's not like he's thick. He's not thick like people were saying for Thanos with two C's. Um, no, but like he's, but
7: he's big. Like he's big and, you know, lengthy. Yeah. 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 The other thing I included in there, which you probably haven't gotten to yet, but there is a, if you ever remember, if any of you guys read when the new Fifty Two relaunch happened and Grant Morrison was doing his his run on Action oh, Comics, and when he introduced Brainiac, uh, he he had him as a very insect like centipede, almost like kind of version of the character. And so I, I think even Tim Burton, I, had, I, I I threw a, an element of that in there. I think well, Tim Burton actually he, had that aspect he, when his version of did he? It.
3: Burton yeah, in, in, yeah, um, uh, Live. The, uh, yeah, that was Tim Burton's vision um of uh, Brainiac with the sketches. That yeah, he would, he could you know walk around, but also like his head could attach and there's like a spider like mm,
2: uh... yeah. Oh, that'd be a cool little aspect of it too. Yeah, no yeah. to incorporate that like that would make. I mean, you have to make Brainiac. I mean, he's already gonna. I mean, he's he's already creepy enough, but make him even creepier. Why not? You know, so I like.
7: Or does Brainiac, Brainiac have multiple? Uh drones at his disposal that
2: too
6: <laughs>
2: we gonna say and jose can,
6: i'm saying that Brainiac can just put himself into like any anything any technology so like a USB. yeah like if, if he,
7: he has kind of full control of his everything happening in his own ship who's to say that he has to reveal his own body to superman right away
0: no
2: so
7: like,
0: he Harry, could Harry, I, was just, I was gonna ask
6: you, you i was gonna ask you Harry, do, would it be mm-hmm. a spoiler you to tell us like his origin because clearly his origin is not going to be like, there's no mention of him at all in Man of Steel. Right. And uh, I, I grew up on the animated series, and Brainiac was on Krypton.
0: Right. You know, yeah. And, and he knew
6: he knew that Krypton was going to be destroyed.
7: Um.
2: He does have a little bit of an origin, right? Like from the, the first I couple do, of.
7: Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still from the planet Kolu, which I believe is his origin in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he. He is a outcome of the Kryptonians' colonization efforts. Okay, great. Without going into too much detail, do
3: you have an idea, like, any idea, like, as the origin of his name? Because, look, Brainiac. If you look at, it, it's like well, that's a English kind of name. But I, I, I was thinking of if I were to do it, that Brainiac is sort of an English. <laughs> Of something like Brañac or something like that.
0: <laughs> I
7: hadn't I hadn't thought that in depth. Wow, how did you anything. come
3: up with that? <laughs>
7: <laughs> yes, I like it. I hadn't thought of that. Um and I I but I've also tried to approach it more from the angle of less of how does Brainiac think of himself and more how is he perceived by okay, so here's an example. Um in my in my story, I do introduce Supergirl uh, in a more conventional way. Uh, again, it's not that like watch Superman Unbound. It's really really similar. It's almost taken more or less from that, or even like from when it was uh like the Superman you know Batman comic run but Jeff Loeb did, where they introduced her, where she like she she is coming in her own rocket long after Superman's been on Earth and everything like that. So, but instead of her being from krypton well she's born on krypton uh but her family has been on one of the other colonies i was like the last surviving thriving colony and rather than being Kandor, because it's, we're told general zod is from Kandor, so that would mean he would have to Kandor would have to do it in a bit on krypton this whole time i said okay let's switch it and let's make it argo city and let's say argo city was the capital of uh, or maybe was the colony at this one point, and the way it opens is uh, Argo City is under attack, and I wrote it in a way to try and mirror the opening of of Man of Steel with the with Zod's attack and and things like that. So super yeah. sci-fi action uh, and uh, but it's like everyone else is trying to figure out like who is this creature that's this giant you know, that this giant skull ship in the sky. Um, so it's the so Brainiac is written much from the angle of how does everyone else perceive him as opposed to how he thinks of himself?
3: By the yeah. way, the whole idea of like, of, um, of Kara, I assume it's Kara, then Kara mm-hmm. Zor-El, yep. coming from, uh, one of the colonies as opposed to Krypton makes a whole lot more sense because all, like the classical origin story from her was something along the lines of, she was sent, she was launched earlier than, than Kal-El, but for some reason, like, um, for some reason, like maybe like her ship got caught in something or whatever. She's suspended. Animation. So when she finally does show up on Krypton, she comes out weaker, uh, like younger than Clark. Mm-hmm. Even though she
7: I decided horrible. for a couple other reasons, too. I decided to age her up a little bit. I decided to make her 18 years old. Uh, and that so that's the age when she leaves Argo City. But then. Because of the way her travel through space and what happens to her ship, uh, she's basically in suspended animation the entire time. And then when she lands on Earth, she's the same age, and and she was partially partially sent to escape the destruction. But um, her parent, you know, her parents were fully aware of what jor now, did in sending uh, sending Kal to Earth. So their thinking was, you'll get there at about the same time, so you can help raise cow you'll have to find him and help raise him but now she lands there and she's like but wait a minute you're a fully grown adult now now what am i supposed to do you know
3: I imagine. so I imagine then in the backstory you would see them you know conversing with a uh, jor over uh communications or whatever or it's not it's not Jarrell, uh
7: but i um again trying to mirror things from man of steel uh you know she she gets a command key that has the consciousness of her parents of Zorel and Allura. And, uh, uh, oh, here's another thing in my story. I, I tried to make sure when I started writing this, it was before, um, before Zack Snyder's Justice League came out. Mm. And so, uh, going off of Justice League, uh, Silas Stone was still alive. Uh, oh. Shit. and so <laughs> when I originally wrote it, um, Superman was going to be interacting with people at, the, st- the ship at the and at Star Labs and Silas Stone was going to be that guy. But then when I was like, well, shoot, I want to follow this up from Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, it was Sil- so now what I do is like, wait a minute. Cyborg can slot it here perfectly. Uh, and I was able to make him actually a pretty prominent supporting character and have start to really set up a kind of a Uh, a fun relationship between him and Kara. And that's the other reason I aged up Kara a little bit to be 18. Because if you think of Cyborg is maybe like probably 22, 23. Yeah, he's in in college college age. yeah,
0: Post-college
7: age. So they'd, they'd be able to relate to each other a little bit. They'd have that youthfulness. To be able to relate to each other, he's been through a similar amount of loss that she's experiencing yeah. uh, in wrestling with uh, l- with the loss of her own family uh, and this whole new world that she has to live in. Um, so, cyborg seemed to and Brainiac's very technologically based as well. So, having him, yeah, you support. have to
2: have a cyborg in this story.
0: Yeah. So he
7: he really slot in perfectly for that. Yeah. And so, but anyways, so when Kara gets there, um, she you know so she has the command key. Um, like cal had his right uh-huh. so they're able to use that the the scout ship and her command key in order to retrieve more information
2: that's cool i like that and then we got mr phil showing up what's up Phil?
8: Oh, cool. that was oh. happy saturday yeah. so cool.
2: happy saturday nice shirt <laughs> stay
8: golden everybody stay i golden. love it stay golden yeah you
2: missed ah. all the
4: love and thunder spoilers
8: i haven't seen the movie <laughs> I have yeah. not seen the movie. I see it tomorrow <laughs> at nine thirty in
2: the morning. Okay, okay. Well, we're probably we're pretty much done talking about it. I think we've. Uh, I mean, well, well, we'll Carrie, give. We wanted to give get
7: your two cents on uh, on Thor. Um, fortunately, I mean, mine is really similar to what what Travis shared at on Vodka Stream last night, which okay. was like like I like Ragnarok. I don't love Ragnarok, and yeah. you know, I I accept it for what it is. You know, and I'm not really I haven't seen Jojo Rabbit or hardly any other Taika's stuff, so um you know i i i, I really like both the first thor movie and i like the dark world too you know uh there's a lot of really really enjoyable stuff there so they the, the pendulum swing for thor is one that i am not that favorable to but i don't hate it either i'm just kind of like well it is what it is uh cuz i think the reality is sometime i remember hearing this rumor that sometime around after age of ultron that chris hemsworth basically went to kevin Feige. and was like I want to keep playing this character, but I'm dying here. Like I'm yeah, like, I remember
2: hearing about that too. Yeah. Right? He was just
7: like, it's so flat. I want to be a little more comedic. I want to have more fun. There are Thor. I mean, from what I've not read him, but from what I've been told and what I've heard, there are Thor comics that go into the really weird and wacky uh, and really kooky stuff. Like Thor has been turned into a frog apparently, um, <laughs> you know? Uh, so there's a lot of, so it's like there's a lot of stuff to justify the decisions they've made. And I think Kevin Feige was ready for something radically different with what Taika brought to the table. And from what I gather, especially based on, I mean, I was at comic con in 2019 and they brought Tyka out and they brought, you know, Hemsworth out and the rest of the cast uh, to talk about, to announce their love and thunder. So it's like, I think Kevin Feige really, really likes Tyka and Tyka again, you know, whatever your individual mileage is, he seems to be someone that Hollywood is looking to as a hot new, you know, director hot, you know, with a very unique take on things. Um, and I think that's the reason why Natalie Portman signed in to come back. She's like, "Oh, you know, I get to work with Taika." Um, and, and you know, his his humor is what it is. It's doesn't fully resonate. I don't. Know. I think it's funny, but it's also over the top. Um, <laughs> and and in this one, it the definitely. The more I hear
8: that name, the more I just want to get drunk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know
8: what's funny about like even
2: with him and 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 this movie, and I've said it, uh, especially with the season finale of The Boys. I mean, this. Just watching him, and even watching the movies, I'm like, man, it's like this takes place in that universe. Like, if if we were to see like a superhero, I, that's what it it feels like to me. Like, even just the way that when you see him in interviews and how like he jokes around and stuff like that, I'm like, is, I, I almost go, is, is he like just is, is he doing an actor? I mean, I know he's I just, just a goofy dude. It's just it's just always.
7: I think he's just a really goofy dude. Like, I he's think, really I think, a goofy yeah. dude. Yeah, I think he doesn't. I think he he takes the piss out of everything by being silly about everything. Uh, so, which again, if that's not your flavor, that's not your flavor. It's not even really mine. I'm just saying it doesn't turn me off as much as other people's yeah. do, other, other folks does. So, um, but I liked it. I mean, I still think it has a ton of heart uh, and I think all the stuff around Jane Foster, I think is pretty much perfect. Uh, and uh, I mean, and I think the scenes between Hemsworth and Natalie Portman are, are all great. Uh, and and are a connection with each other uh Christian Bale as gore the god butcher is a really really well done and he brings not the full balance that's needed for what the, for the zaniness that Tyka brings but it's something yeah. and 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 every time that you have thor and and uh thor Natalie uh Jane Foster and, and even um Valkyrie, even at yeah, the times you have them fighting gore and his his you know, minions uh like it's done for the most part pretty serious, I feel like. Uh, even So I think the action is pretty solidly done. Uh, and it's not, the action isn't overly joke. The majority of the jokiness in terms of action seems to happen in the first third, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it kind of backpedals off that. But so that's like the in between moments. So I personally disagree with, I know Dave, used, and I think someone else I saw online said this, like they made Thor kind of a buffoon and an idiot. I'm like, I don't think <laughs> he's an idiot because. I don't think he would make some of the choices he would makes later on, and figures out how to find Gore if he weren't an idiot. You know. Okay. So, so I mean,
2: but then you got that scene in the you know in um, New Asgard when they're fighting, and then he, Jane, and just the way he says it, he's like Jane, like it, like, a, like a like a little bit of an idiot. I'm like, mm. like that. I mean, there's some things. I think it's just I mean, I see shock. It, Yeah. It's I can't a, It's just like shock is to see but, her
8: with Mjolnir too. That right? scene is in the trailers, right? And and yeah. his helmet looks. Fucking terrible! <laughs> it looks so bad. It's interesting. He's like it's
2: Jane. Yeah, like the a, way that like he looking, says that too is like, uh it's like looking but... at
7: a
8: bobblehead come to life. Like, what the
7: hell? <laughs> so even I though I, I like the movie, I do. But I, my preference would be after this. Although I don't think this will happen. Uh, my preference would be. I was like, okay, we've had the crazy zany Thor two movies now, and 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 the, and I did cringe a little bit. Not so much at stuff with Thor, but like. There are some things that Tyka repeated from the first from the from Ragnarok. I'm kind of like, okay, you did not need to play that note again. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it was something in Asgard. I'll just say, or yeah. new Asgard. Oh, so oh, I'll, I'll just leave it at that. So I was like, you did not need to play that note again, and you just went to the well because you want to. Um, And like that's the other thing too. Like I really don't. Again, I like it, but like I, I don't like how. Even in Ragnarok, I never liked in Ragnarok how he so easily dis- dispatched the, the 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 warriors three. Yeah, you know, like he just removed them so quickly without any real thought. Just like, come on, these were pretty well developed characters from the first two.
5: I
0: hate and them so much. He too.
7: has yeah. a, he, he he plays them off like yeah. a joke again, and then even for a character that is brought back, I was like, oh, cool. That person's not given the due reverence that i think they ought no. to and so no. um i would prefer they move the pendulum back to a more serious Thor, somewhere between you know the first first couple movies infinity war really is the best infinity
0: balance. war
2: yes infinity war like thor came back and it was like oh hey here's the thor that i like i like this arc and look and he's at that able intro funny,
7: and... he's able to be funny and serious at the same exactly time. Yeah. So I thought they, I thought the
2: Russos did a good balance with Infinity War, and then all of a sudden they made Fat Thor, and I was like,
7: okay, now we're going this yeah. way. Again, go I, bought the, I bought the character arc, but yeah. I, uh, I totally, I do think it should go back. I just yeah. don't think it will, as long as, if this movie makes a lot of money... Uh, it will. I, again, I think Feige likes Taika. Chris Hemsworth obviously loves playing Thor with Taika, so he's going to yeah. just do whatever he thinks Taika thinks is best. Yeah. So, that's what the, I think that's the reality, unfortunately. So yeah, it is, and it's
2: fine if. If people enjoy it, fine. That's fine. It's not for me exactly. But thank you, Mike, for the uh, $1.99. It I feels think. like it's
0: it
5: it, not. I mean, like it's,
7: it's, to me, it's right down the yeah. middle. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's not great or amazing. It's certainly not the best up there by any way. Any oh, out.
8: my expectations have been middled. I'm, I'm not expecting much of anything at all <laughs> when awesome. I go I see would, this movie tomorrow really morning. Move. So you might, I mean, I, you
2: might walk out and be like, you know what? That wasn't as bad. So maybe that'll be the case. And, you know, we'll see. What, Eric,
3: yeah, that's what happened with me again. Like, I went in that movie expect i sat down in, that- in the theater expecting to hate it. And I went. Up- hmm. Yeah, yeah. There so you the go. The thing
6: with the thing with Taika is like he's one of those dudes that's just—he's always on. Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's like one of those like Ryan Reynolds so You know, they always got to be funny, but like yeah. Taika just takes it to like other levels with it, mm-hmm. and he just because he trolls, like he trolls hard and he yeah. people off. I think I mean, every year he, you, he, he does.
7: I think every interview he's done in the press tour has been just nothing but trolling. Speaking
6: of, so, speaking of that, you guys saw what you know the big headline was or yesterday or today when what? it came to Tyco.
0: No. Is it about, about Star director, Wars or what is it about no, directors'
5: cuts? About director's cuts. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we
2: talked about that before you joined. And yeah, I was just kind of saying, like, I'm kinda wondering like, what are you trying to do here? You know, when it comes to uh your interviews I'm like trolling, do I take this he's trolling seriously, yeah. He's he's totally trolling.
6: He wants people pissed off. Like he wants people talking. Like uh, I mean, because it's like, come on, he's a filmmaker. He, whatever, he's a goofball. He's a clown, but he's a filmmaker. He's made other movies before, you know, these movies. So how are you gonna? You're basically insulting other directors, you know.
2: Yeah, you said directors cut suck by doing Directors that. Could I get, be. Uh, I get Like I, like,
6: like I said, like I get. You want to be a funny guy. You want to be on all the time and make jokes, but. Like, maybe just take it down a little bit. Yeah,
2: yeah, bring it it back a little bit. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But uh,
3: I will say, when uh, Ryan Reynolds did that thing, like where Deadpool and Korg reviewed. uh, That was cool. Mm -hmm. That That was was cool.
2: But Ryan Reynolds knows how to market shit. Like, like, that guy's perfect at marketing.
3: Mm -hmm. Play off each other so well. They do.
2: And they'll probably have some something. There'll they'll probably be another crossover when it comes to that, when it, when Deadpool is officially in the MCU now. But uh, let's transition from Thor, love and blunder, as I put it. That Let's talk about Comic-Con. So let's talk about, I mean, right. obviously, uh, that's in a couple of few weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. few weeks. Oh, yeah, oh, two oh, weeks. Yeah,
0: two
3: weeks. I wish so much that we had heard the, sto- the news story that, yes, DC will be at Comic Con this year. And yeah. so I wish we heard that a while ago because it would have given me time to okay. do, a, okay, let's do Project Comic Con
2: 2.0. Well, you know what? I mean, it, what, what was funny about that was we, um, you know, yeah, I, I think I I was going to make, I think I maybe commented about that last night. Who knows? Where it was just like, or maybe I didn't, I was just thinking about it was, man, I was like, yeah. Well, when when there was like a, the news that oh yeah dc is not going to have anything there and blah 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 and people are like what the fuck i'm like are you guys seriously think that there's not going to be any kind of th- something there and then sure enough now there is from what i gathered is now with with warner brothers discovery and the just you know pinching every damn penny it was just that was part of it because it was like all right how much are you going to spend what you know justify the spending of what's going to be happening at comic-con so i think that's why it took a little bit longer because the merger is still fresh and -hmm. you got aslop that's going hey i'm just trying not to just put money where it's just going to be wasted justify comic-con hall h and apparently probably dwayne johnson was like hey and hopefully he has a big huge plan And incorporates Shazam. Let's do something with that, Dwayne Johnson. Let's have you and Zachary Levi on the stage together. That'd be sweet. You know, you guys are literally playing the arch enemies of one another. So
3: please have something there. The thing is, I'll tell you exactly what I would have done if we were doing a Project Comic Con 2 for this (laughs) year. What I would do... um, <laughs> yeah. Thank
0: you, Thank you.
2: <laughs> I love how we said that. Sorry, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> Thank,
4: Thank you, too. Ben.
3: Ticka. Anyway, what I would do. Damn, is, remember how, like, stage one of Project Comic Con was the, uh, the two-hour, the two-hour airborne banner that would mm. just Comic Con two hours interrupt two hours. Like, Snyder cut. If I were to do it this year, it would have been Henry Cavill Superman. That would have been cool. midday around this around the comic-con
0: yep.
2: yeah that would have been pretty cool but uh um raya what are you looking forward to when it comes to comic-con this year anything that you're that, that you've heard that you're just kind of like oh can't wait for mm.
4: to be totally honest i haven't been following what's gonna be <laughs> announced at comic-con so nothing <laughs> i actually had a question for the panel and okay. uh, com- completely like you know open to you know feedback on this hot take, but I feel like these types of, you know, in-person live convention events have kind of lost their impact in the last couple of years because they've, there's are just starting to, you know, ramp back up. And we've kind of, as consumers, started to lean more on online, you know, announcements and dispersal of information and things like that. Um, I get that uh, conventions are still heavily being You know, like populate it with folks buying tickets. Like obviously, like there was this huge like anime expo in LA that was like swarmed with people. I don't know if y'all saw that online, so I'm sure that uh, Comic Con will be no exception. I'm just wondering, uh, is is it necessary for studios to really lean on these uh, venues to make their (laughs) announcements instead of just you know focusing their uh, Dave to your point, like their funding on. Yeah, know, their their own little, you know, uh events, which we've been seeing for the last like, you know, couple of years. Yeah.
2: And I think that's why we got this delayed little thing, you know, when we're for DCs, because again, Zaslav is running a fuck a super airtight ship right now, where he's like, You have to justify every cent that's gonna be spent on this on this uh panel, on these panels. And uh I mean it I mean, obviously they did. Um but yeah, I'm, I, I I always kind of wonder, is like, why haven't they come up with something where they, uh, Comic Con, has like cameras set up and they live stream it and people play, pay a small fee to just watch, watch it. Well, I don't know why they haven't capitalized. There'd be so many people that would pay. You you charge like what, you know, three bucks, four bucks, five bucks. I don't know. People will pay that people will pay maybe even more maybe if it got up to 20 bucks i don't know however they figure it out but people pay to be like hey i want to watch and see what's happening during hall H full on live i i still i'm surprised that they're not doing something like that now and like what you're saying I right an like it, for that. okay
7: they want to keep it exclusive to the people who who have made the point of coming to Comic Con. Yeah, that's what. it is. they want, to make, is. They want to make it special yeah. for the people who, because here's the reality for Hall H at least. I, you know, it's less so for some of the other ones, but Hall H is where the big panel stuff happens. They their preference is to say, okay, the people that are here, and uh, they could charge an additional premium for Comic Con attendees to get tickets to go into Hall H, but they yeah. don't. They just say okay, it's on you to line up and that's why people line up and camp out, you know, 28, 24 hours, 48 hours beforehand right. so right. they can get into the convention center so they get, get into Hall H and they, you know, like me and one of my buddies we're like having to figure out which line group are we joining up with so we can like figure out how to make sure that we're going to be able to get into Hall H on Saturday because that's our number one priority, uh, both for the DC stuff and the Marvel Studios stuff uh, on Hall H. Mm. So they want to leave because people spend hours And like, you know, one, at least one to two days waiting to get into Hall H. They want to give them that unique, that unique experience. Likewise, it's like if you paid the money to buy the ticket, to buy the badge, pay for the flight and the hotels and everything else that costs to go to Comic-Con, you ought to be able to get something exclusive. They could make additional revenue, to your point, Dave, by doing some kind of a broadcast, uh, you know, or live stream or making it available somehow. But like anytime they say, okay, now we're just showing exclusive footage that's only for the people in Hall H, they cut it off. Um, Yeah, that that would
2: be kind of cool. Like, hey, yeah, we'll release it online and everything like that later, but yeah.
7: And this is sort of what they've started to do when they do have a new trailer. Um, What I've sort of noticed, it depends on the studio, depends on the movie, uh, but one pattern I've noticed is they'll have, okay, we're, we're showing you the official trailer. And then after that shown in Comic-Con at, in Hall H, then it goes live. But then they'll say, like James Wan did this for Aquaman in 2018. They had the first official trailer release, uh, which that went everywhere after they showed it to in Hall H. But then they had a few more comments or another Q&A for, uh, for the panel. And then at the end of it, James Wan said, hey, you know what? Even though we just showed you guys the trailer, uh, we have something extra special for you guys. Because That's, yeah. time. And so then they had uh, like a five-minute long trailer that showed the uh, Black Manta um, Aquaman fight in Italy with the yeah. laser beams, the chasing I remember hearing around about the rooftops. Uh, yeah. And also they revealed the Aquaman golden suit with the Trident at the very end of that trailer. That footage did not come out for like six months. Um, yeah. So they kept that exclusive for Comic-Con. Uh, so... Uh, or like Infinity War in twenty in 2017, uh, I think it was 2017, yeah, 2017, uh, the Russo brothers came out and they showed the early footage for Infinity War and that's where they showed the footage of, you know, uh, Thanos grabbing the moon and throwing it down. That didn't get released. They kept that as an exclusive for Comic-Con. I think the Thor, there, if there was other trailers uh, for the other projects, I think those got released like Black Panther and uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, but the Infinity War they kept under wraps. Um, so I yeah, think they pick. Right. So they I think they pick and choose uh, what to make public and what to keep exclusive. But they want the the reason they don't broadcast the panels from inside Hall H. I think is they do want to keep that special. And they also know there's a lot of press people there sure. who are recording and live, live tweeting and, and live blogging, uh, the event too. So I think they want to keep that aspect of it going. They have a whole press section yeah. set out, uh, in the first, like eight to three 10 four hours. Rows. Yeah. I'm
2: about to say, yeah, yeah I mean, trophy? it's, it's definitely, it's a, it's an interesting thing. I mean, like, I don't know. It's just like in the, in the day of now where like people maybe don't want to go to the, you know, um, with, after the pandemic, maybe they're still not comfortable being around big, huge, um, Um, crowds or anything like that Um, I mean I know they try to do the online thing they try to do like a DC fandom version I think it was like what last year or maybe the year before 2020 I think yeah 2020 and it was just like it just didn't seem like there was yeah
7: it was because it was all all just recorded zoom calls that's all yeah
2: it was weird
7: and there was no there was no thing that made it special to be a fan while watching that thing and I mean and in my opinion the last DC fandom tried to replicate ish the experience of going to a Comic-Con without actually going, and to me, that's where it fell flat.
2: Ah. Uh. They tried a little harder. Because
7: they had the the cosplay contest. They had, like, the fan art contest. So it's like, oh, the fan art is kind of the equivalent of if you're in the convention center and you go up and down Artist Alley and look at all the artists and their work, their Mm -hmm. prints and stuff. Like, the UI are getting commissions. Uh, They're trying to replicate that, or they're trying to replicate all the people that do cosplay and wander around the convention center. They're sort of trying to, like, okay, we got to bring this to the fans because they're not able to go see that live. Uh, You know, but it it, it just... fell completely flat, in my
2: opinion. And there hasn't even been an announcement of DC Fandom this year. What the hell's going on with that?
8: Yeah, that's
7: the
5: issue
8: part, isn't it? Like, is there going to be one? Like, if if, if they do do one, when are they going to do it? Because Black Adam comes out in October. Super Pets is in July. And the last one, I think, was in October of last year. It was in October,
2: yeah. The year prior
8: to that, it was like August or September, I think. I think it was August. I think in 2020, it was August. August. Yeah, it was August. Yeah, it was August. I don't know
2: if they are going to do on this year if they're right. going to full on have, If I mean, again, you know, going back to the tight ship, that's uh, that that is now that WBD is the fact Zaslov. That, yeah, Mr. Zaslav, you know, just going, hey, you know, you got to justify every cent here. I yeah. don't know if they're actually going to do that. If they're going to go to Comic Con and spend that money there, they're like, all right, well, we're not doing a fandom then because we got to you know, there's just not enough. Not to enough, and honest, then of course with controversies when it comes to flashing on, so.
7: to, be honest, to be honest the bigger shocker is the fact that there's no DC booth on the convention center show floor. They're That's not having a DC Comics booth, so DC Comics yeah. other than certain creators are don't have a presence there so right. it's actually but whereas Warner Brothers has skipped Hall H in years past like they weren't there in 2019 and they yeah. could have brought Joker and they didn't so Weird.
8: So um, by that so same it, token, though, do you really bring something like Joker to Comic Con? No.
0: You should. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah.
8: you should. Know. But I mean, I get
0: they
2: why they're like.
7: Brought, like, may, I don't know. If, I don't know where Matt Reeves was as far as working on the Batman at that point, but
8: so. they could have brought Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah.
7: 84, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no, that would have made more they sense. Are. They did do a tease of that the year prior.
8: Right.
5: Yeah, they did.
7: They, yeah, in, in 2018 they showed uh, uh some you know they, they showed the port of the the mall scene. That's right. And then uh, at,
2: yeah. at at uh, Comic Con like XP, right, they showed the full-on trailer, yeah, and it blew up. Everybody was like, oh my god, yeah. this is gonna be yeah. you know great 80s and stuff like that. And then you watched the movie, you're like, all right, well, that wasn't exactly what you sold,
7: but hey. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I mean I think the place for live conventions, I mean, you can't it's the same thing as it's this it's a, a it's exponentially the same thing as being in the theater versus streaming at home you know yeah, so you yeah. be, there's nothing that replaces the being with an audience in the movie theater uh, experience and in the same way in order to hype up fan interest and excitement for whatever it be whether it's TV movies comics uh, you know games whatever uh, just to just to do a, a an online broadcast versus Something that has fans in the room who are clearly excited and passionate to be
3: there, uh, nothing replaces that experience, yeah.
2: It's just but nowadays, sorry, Eric, go ahead.
3: By the way, I gotta say this about you know, the uh, the exclu- the, the content, like the DVD content being exclusive to if you were actually there, Hall H. Look, I, I get it and I see the value of it, but this is how we get those leaks, like the leak of the Suicide Squad trailer,
2: yeah there's all there's always that aspect yeah true <laughs> that uh, be the
7: man of steel tri- uh, footage that they showed in 2012 leaked
2: yeah i mean that's always the hard part but i mean it seems like they do a pretty good job at trying not to get that stuff usually, out
7: there, but, yeah they usually try to count but I, they yeah
2: but i mean i remember there was like a good time like yeah yeah the suicide squad trailer leaked um i remember the deadpool trailer leaked that, that, uh, that yep. yeah that that yeah so it's it's a little difficult and yeah people just suck because they're just gonna be like oh yeah turn my phone off okay and i'm gonna hold it right here and be like you know do that whole thing but yeah it's um trying to find that balance now yeah i don't know they they, i maybe in in the next few years they'll find like a balance where it's like show the people talking or whatever any footage no cameras, no nothing, and that's exclusive to the people that get it. And the people that show up and sit in the chairs, you get a goodie bag. I mean, obviously they probably give you a little goodie bag in the you know already. Well, go ahead, Jose. What were you gonna say?
6: No, I was gonna say that at least um you know, at least Zack Snyder's never had any of his trailer leak or you know, anything
2: like that. <laughs> 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 no, not at all. What are you talking I, about? I, no. That I, never I, happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh oh. No, I, I not I just from Calicon. Just, <laughs> just had my friend uh I
2: just had my friend uh he just uh messaged me back because I asked him, I was like you, you see Thor? And of course he did did not like it and he called, he said Taca Oh that's pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Sing Takawashiti. So anybody can use that one right there. I like that. That's funny. <laughs> that's pretty <Big> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyways. Big, um big. um so, uh, Doug, so, anything that you're looking forward to?
1: Uh, I I think Black Adam and Shazam kind of intrigued me. Um, and then obviously, if Henry Cavill yeah. pops up, that that would oh, make Camelot <laughs> for me. But you know, <laughs> well, who knows? I, I think my my, my, deal, my with, deal with with Henry is, with Henry, is you got to make it happen, or if he gets Bond time, like Superman's done, done, done for him. Yeah. So.
2: It's true. I know. It's like that's such a like a weird situation because it's just they I mean what 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 irks me about Dwayne Johnson being the fact that he's always about like getting the hype and just getting into the hype. If he would have just kind of jumped on that Snyder cut bandwagon, just, I mean, I know he, I think when he responded to Ryan Reynolds or something like that, he said it like he, they were kind of talking about it and we were like, Oh my God, you know, Dwayne Johnson talking about the Snyder cut. I mean, that was cool, but it's like, if he would have just really, I mean, but at the same time, who knows who was in his ear, you know, at, Warner Brothers, don't fucking talk about that. We're trying to end that shit. You're the new yeah, and that's the thing. They probably were gro- like telling him like, Hey, you're you're the new uh you're the new DC. Don't talk about this old shit. You're the new DC. I'm sure Jeff that's Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh. all right. No. Jeff
0: oh. Toby Emmerich. <laughs> oh. Toby Emmerich.
2: <laughs> oh. Jeff Johns. <Jones. laughs> Cocksucker, Hamada. Sorry, what?
3: <laughs> Go ahead. I I love your power. It's
2: yeah. A See that's the thing. It's like I'm sure he probably saw the, the hype all behind it and stuff like that. But he was probably told by some of those guys, like, don't even, don't, don't even. Like yeah. even when he went into Reynolds, they probably were like, hey man, don't do that, don't do that. We're oh. trying to go. You're 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 the new face of DC, Dwayne. You're you know. I mean, when you watch the boys, I'm sure there was people just like those people at Vought that were like, oh, and just like just what just totally just you know just waxing poetic about all this shit and oh man i really think
8: that that, like Vought takes some of their cues from wb
2: yes and more and marvel studios (laughs) i'm sure yeah yeah Yeah. i'm sure you watch all that shit you're just like i mean especially now when you're watching i mean again watching thor aggro or thor love and thunder i'm like geez, that seems like just a something that Vought would have put out um, and then even you know, watching Miss Marvel, and I'm really enjoying Miss Marvel too, by Same. the way. I, yeah, I see, Raya, you're, sh- you're 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 nodding too. Yeah, it's a great show. Like, it's, I was surprised by it, but you know, in those opening episodes, you're like, wow, look at she's got posters of Captain Marvel on, the, on her wall. Oh, there's Ant Man over uh, on this wall over here in Pakistan. What I mean, it's like it's kind of like how the boys is showing that these heroes are just everywhere and they're on walls or on billboards or on this all kind of stuff and i even saw somebody in my timeline go and Miss marvel is really kind of showing that marvel has taken their heroes in a boys like level in this world in the in the marvel cinematic universe and it's true Cause she goes to Avengers Con for God's sakes.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. Yeah.
6: Did you guys, did you guys uh, notice in that? I forgot what episode of the Boys it was when they go to Russia, and um, all the art around all the buildings fourth. of the. It was of the seven.
8: I think it was episode four when they go to mm-hmm. Russia. And all, all the art in Russia of
6: the of the seven is like they're all evil. Yeah. Like they got they got them looking all evil and, and like Homelander, homelanders especially, and I'm like wow that's it's funny because they're in Russia so it's like that's how they see these american heroes you know they're, they're not they're not heroes for the whole world i they're would um, i would
4: uh, challenge that perception with um something that i kind of picked up on when i when i saw that too jose so like um what western audiences may perceive as like positive propaganda marketing Eastern and other parts of the world may have, like, a different different perception when they see, like, this powerful uh, figure, you know, shooting laser beams from their eyes. They're like, this is our protector. He'll do anything at all, and, you know, like, to, you know, protect us at all costs, and, like, this is how mighty he is. So that projection of, like, power and fear might actually be a good thing for other parts of the world. So Mm. that's just, like, how I perceived it personally. Because, like, a lot of of of, uh, Cold War propaganda art (laughs) um that that i used to study was like really like it was like an imposing you know sort of like kind of scary you know narrative for me like looking at like western marketing for example but yeah like for other parts of the world that's actually like the the image that they want other folks to you know have like you know this image of like you know this imposing strong you know force like to be reckoned with
7: yeah that's a good point
4: in, in I mean, in Avengers:
7: Age of Ultron, in Sokovia, there's a whole lot of anti-Iron Man. Uh, yeah. and yeah. so The majority of
8: people literally hate Iron Man, uh, and 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 the Avengers,
7: and don't see them as heroes because they're like, well, what about us? You guys don't bother to help come help us at all. So. As
8: messy and sloppy as that movie is, you're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely uh-huh. correct. I, I completely forgot about that, but that's yeah, the, the Russos
6: great. did a great job directing that movie. Did you directed a great job at all four Avengers movies? They yeah, all four Avengers three, yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't
2: we don't mention the first uh the yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> pig. Yeah. That guy. But um uh Jacob, yeah. anything anything that you're looking forward to when it comes to Comic Con?
5: Um, I'm looking forward to Black Adam because um just because I love that character, he's like one of my favorite characters of all time. And then just uh, Shazam stuff because um, yeah. Dave, f Sandberg, check that man at all costs.
0: Yeah,
2: seriously.
5: And but um, just a question: Do you think we're gonna get anything, any updates on Wonder Woman three?
0: On hmm.
2: good, that is a good question because. Uh, it's so weird because, like, Patty Jenkins it was like everything Patty Jenkins for a bit there after One Eighty Four came out, and then all of a sudden, well, before it came out, and then when One Woman Eighty Four did come out, after that, it was kind of like everybody's going, "Huh? Well, <laughs> well, okay, so <laughs> we're gonna do a third one, and then you're gonna do Rogue Squadron, and then you did this whole rollerblading thing, and then there just really has not been much." She was. When was the last time someone's actually? Talk to her like publicly. Yeah. It's been a little bit. Yeah, can real we? Can that we?
6: As can we? Not. Sorry. Now that,
5: oh, sorry, jack Go ahead. <laughs>
6: sorry. But,
5: <laughs> no, I'm just
6: trying to say, like, can we stop with this narrative that fucking uh, Wonder Woman eighty four like completely destroyed Patty's career? Like, no, it, it didn't. It didn't.
0: Yeah. It did
6: not. Like, it's too much. Too much of this bullshit. I, I'm not the type of person to be like. You know, like, just because she's a woman, she's getting all this shit talked about. But there is probably a little bit of truth to that because it's like, how many male directors can make such shitty-ass movies but their career (laughs) doesn't, you know, nobody talks about their career. The only person, honestly, is uh, the only person I right now, Tyke is getting a lot of that because of Thor, but it's still going to be successful. But honestly, who else is the one person that's, you know, Zach? Zach's got a lot of of that shit, you know. With Man of Steel, they want him fired. With BBS, they want him fired. Mm-hmm. James, James Gunn, and the was, suicide while was, squad while it, was, while it was being filmed. Was, they wanted yeah, to David fire. Ayer, That's David Ayer, Ayer. Yeah. and it's like one yeah, movie. Okay, you, you didn't like one movie from Patty Jenkins, so now take the character away from her. Never let her direct anything ever again. It's just, it's insane to
2: me. I hate that. I always hate that because it's like, anytime I talk about One Woman 84, I'm like, all right. So the first one is very much, obviously, origin story, Amazonian. It's great. And uh, she definitely nailed it. And then when it came to the second one, she was like, all right, I'm going to make a movie about... What I grew up with my the Wonder yeah. Woman I grew up with and the Superman. I'm just going to be some Superman, uh, some Donner Superman that's going to be in inject- even though she injected that some of that in uh, the first Wonder Woman, which I thought was great, um, but she's going to have more of that. And I thought, all right, that's fine. And when I watched it, I, yeah, it's not terrible. I, I, I you know, I have you my. Know, yeah,
8: there's like a lot of there's like a lot of Linda Carter Wonder Woman in 84, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Just big time. a, a big time, all, time, right? Yeah, yeah.
8: It, it is. And I don't hate Wonder Woman 84, but I definitely think when you look at just just the Wonder Woman movies, just one and two, like, you know, you've got the, the origin story set in the First World War, but then you go to 84. There's a big tonal change. Right. And there's also, you know, you could also argue that. That also falls on the script a little bit. We all know who wrote that movie alongside Patty <laughs> Jenkins, etc. cetera, et, cetera, yeah. et cetera. But, but like it, it, it's I applaud the bravery for wanting to not make the same movie twice, but at the same time. Right. Like you, you, you take bold swings and sometimes those bold swings might miss, not necessarily with everyone here on the panel, but in a a general perspective, that that movie in particular was just not what I think a lot of people wanted it to be, if if that might make sense. Right. Like, because Wonder Woman has been established in, in this universe thus far as just this badass warrior who holds a sword and shield a lot, and this movie, that is largely absent. Like, it is yeah. 110% absent, and she's just this massive icon doing these big things without being bloody about it. And I don't know that that, that was maybe the right or wrong call, but I definitely yeah. think that that people noticed the change, and I hope, and I would imagine that Patty is taking that in consideration when making the third film. Also, you know
3: what, it, also we go ahead, it. Sorry. We also we got to keep in mind that Wonder Woman two would have been a far different movie if, <laughs> if you hadn't gotten the whole Justice League plot. Because look at what Zack Snyder's Justice League was setting up,
0: yeah. and
3: keep that in mind. And also keep in mind that Patty had planned for Steve Trevor to come back in the second movie from when he, she was shooting the first one. So when he I actually did a thread about this, I think last week, that if you put all that together, you can pretty much figure out what her exact plan for Wonder Woman two was going to be. Like it was going to be her to the mascara, and she's struggling and struggling with, do I belong? Do I come back here, or do I still belong in the other world? And with what we heard about Cersei, for example, and then putting that in together with um, Steve Trevor, you could say that Cersei shows up, has her plans to maybe like take over Themyscira or whatever, and in order to, um, Diana from Interfield, she, res- she brings back to keep her off guard, and and this was what was preserved in um, Wonder Woman 84, Diana realizes that she has, and Steve realizes that she has to let Steve go in order to save the world, and then you know she fight, she fights Cersei and then she realizes no I, I need to go back to the outer world and then they and then they have like a means of communication which would lead to in in just two where she has that communication with that one eight son.
8: Wasn't it rumored from the gecko that she wanted to make a movie set in the eighties anyway?
3: Yeah like, I think um, I think there was something... yeah,
8: yeah, I think I think that was rumored from like the go.
3: Rumored but just keep in mind the fact that Saxner is just like is setting up
0: like
3: right away, like the fact that she has the spear and she's looking out to the sea, like mm-hmm. that's what it was going. That's what just Wonder Woman two is going. Yeah, to be. Yeah, but that
8: was supposed to lead into Justice League two, not Wonder Woman okay. two. Yeah,
3: exactly. Um, well, keep in mind, you know, you, when you look at the storyboards with all of that stuff that talking about, like your Wonder Woman going home and all that, do you really think any of all of that would have? One,
8: two, yes, ten. yes I do.
3: <laughs> based, on, based on the way it's written 100%. on the storyboards, they it's it
7: seems pretty condensed. It's, yeah. it's not it's not a whole movie of not only that, like well, how do... going back to Themiscaria. It would be like within the first twenty minutes of Justice League two the, the way it's written on the storyboard. You could certainly take it and expand it and make a whole different movie on its own terms yeah. enough, but from the storyboard. I don't mm-hmm. think it's meant to be its own film. Yeah, no, what there's there's that absolutely that? no way. Yeah, what also, she-
8: because because I think that Patty Jenkins wanted to do her own thing with a second Wonder Woman movie, which I think they made abundantly clear. Even Zack Snyder was like, "Look, I want other people to come and take these characters and do their own things
2: with." Yeah, that. and he, one hundred percent supported it. You know, and because he, he was a producer on it, and he was like, "Hey, you know," and he he played ball. He was like, "Yeah, do do whatever, you know." Um,
0: yeah. So. <laughs>
3: look at again. Look at like what she has said. I said about Wonder Woman three does involve Steve So with that in mind, uh, I feel like, I'm kind of, or like what my theory was, basically salvaging what the plan was for Wonder Woman two and to Wonder Woman three, just without Steve Trevor. That's just what I'm thinking.
2: Yeah, they—they know like Steve Trevor doesn't need to come back again. I mean, I think we've yeah. I mean, it was like, that was always a controversial thing of like how they brought him back in this, which was weird. I was like, yeah. When you think about it, it's like, anytime that I see the ending when when she uh, is out there in the <laughs> snow and she sees the dude that was Steve Trevor, you know, I'm just like going. <laughs> I mean, like that guy doesn't realize how lucky he got.
6: <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, like Patty, Patty was like. Hey guys, like, remember the '80s? Remember when we had those movies where the body you know, swap people, movies and shit like that? Yeah. And this yeah. And that? Remember those? Remember how we all used to love those movies? And and yep. mainly Twitter was like, "No, we don't want that shit. She's a fucking yeah. like rapist now." And all <laughs> yeah, shit.
2: I always hated Are when they talking? went that far. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it was a little, it was
0: ridiculous. You know well, I mind you that. This- but-
6: yeah. All this outrage is just on is on Twitter though. Because, it's all on Twitter, yeah. Like Wonder Woman eighty four was the most selling DVD of, of last year. Now, yeah. How are you selling DVD of last year? Yeah, I still remember. I
2: still remember though. I remember my uh, my uncle called me, and um, he was like, he was like, hey, we watched Wonder Woman eighty four, and I went, what would you think? He goes, yeah, we didn't like it that much. And I went, oh, it's so, like we liked the first one, and then he goes, yeah. So I don't know if. Uh, We're going to keep HBO Max because we got it just for that. And now we don't know what to do. And I was like, well, I'm just, and then I had to sell them on Zack Snyder's Justice League. I was like, well, later on, we're going to, you're going to get a pull on Justice League movie that you didn't get. That's like four hours, but don't worry. And I, 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 I was like, don't worry though. It's broken up in parts. You don't have to watch it all. It's like a series. And, um, but you know, God forbid Zack didn't want a series. Um, no, but like, you know, it was, it's like a series. And I'm like, If you didn't like the Wonder Woman that you got in '84, and you like the Wonder Woman in the first Wonder Woman, you're gonna get that back. So, I like sold him on that. But yeah, it was just kind of funny, like talking to him. He was just like, "Yeah, we didn't really enjoy it that much." I was like,
7: "All right." To Jacob's point earlier about what they could bring to Comic Con traditionally and i really have never liked this about warner brothers they never make announcements at comic-con uh and i wish they did because marvel studios does um and marvel studios those are mic drop moments when they make big announcements like that whether it's casting really? or or saying I think, these things like, are coming you the, know whereas warner brothers is just like well they just bring the stuff that everyone knows about
8: you know well that's the thing though the last time they did a legitimate announcement was batman versus superman
7: yes and that, that that, and that was 2013. Yeah, and
5: they're
7: so, so haunted by it to this day. If if <laughs> yeah. wanted to make just a- do it, just do it. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness. If
7: if Zaslav yeah. wanted to make a statement to the fans of saying, "Hey, we are leading this company different," <laughs> they would do either that, or to to Jake to Jake's point, like. Make an announcement, official announcement about Wonder Woman three, and maybe even bring. Give Patrick. me some
6: green. Give me some Green Lantern. Yeah. Bring out the Green Lantern phase.
7: Yeah, if they, if, if it's just a thing of like, well, this is the time for the Rock to talk about two of his movies, and for Zachary Levi and David Sandberg to talk about Shazam. Fear the guys. <laughs> if they just do that, then like, okay, well, it's cool to see. I mean, it's always cool to see cast. It's we're always gonna cool. get trailers. Yeah, yeah
2: we're going to get trailers. Sure. Yeah.
7: That's always cool, but like yeah. that doesn't. That's not a real. Mic drop kind of thing. I know. Well, that's when, the thing, like, especially when you know Marvel Studios is going to probably announce all of Phase Five or a large chunk of it,
2: and if- probably bring out people and everything. I mean, like when we were doing, like when they did, um, like we talked about this. I think even last night, or maybe at the last Vodka Stream, was like, um, or the uh, couple Fridays ago, or whatever. But I mean, remember when so, you know? I don't know we actually did talk about this last night because they actually misdirected people when they were showing like their. Uh, this was like a few years ago before civil war and they it was captain america the serpent society and everybody was like that's an interesting title and then all of a sudden they're like no what about that one title i don't know about that and then all of a sudden they it was like a whole production of like you know the lights went down, and then it just went boom, boom and it was like war. civil war. And then you had RDJ coming out, you had Chris Evans come out, and then they introduced Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. And it's like, yeah, his first appearance is going to be in this movie, and it blew everybody away. And it was magnificent. It's like you have to do that kind of stuff in Hall yeah. H. You can't that wasn't just the, that wasn't even at yeah, Comic Con.
8: That was at the that was at their big Phase Three reveal at the El
7: Capitan it? Theater oh, that wasn't Earth. even at
2: Comic Con. Well, there yeah. you go.
7: <laughs> I think that was one of the years. That was one of the years that Comic Con basically skipped Hall H, but because they probably didn't have no, oh. they didn't have those announcements ready yet. There you go. Had
8: had it was chance, what it was like, the same oh, year as Age of Ultron? It was 2015. They were yeah. or 2014. It right. was right before Age of Ultron. Right. Right. It's so weird. Right.
3: All, all these conventions. Imagine like the screaming and the cheers in the audience if. Yeah. Henry Cavill gets on stage. It'd be massive.
8: You know, here's what I think is probably might. have There's going to be one of two things with with that Comic Con situation regarding you know Black Adam and Shazam. Truthfully, I think the things that could happen are this: one, number one, they bring out Henry Cavill, everyone <sighs> loses their minds, right? Like you get Superman, you get Shazam, you get Black Adam, cool. Number two, the least like the more, I think it's probably the more likely option. I think that you don't. It's it's no coincidence that Black Adam and Shazam are having their Comic Con. On the same exact day within the same exact time frame there's no way that they're not gonna try and do something to they have to they have to right like the- these these are the lifelong rivals of of characters like black adam and shazam go hand in hand like batman and robin to some extent yeah. right so it-, it to me i'm just like look sure. they have to be doing something i think this is where they could fight they're probably going to be like yeah we're doing black adam versus Shazam that's like our next thing right like yeah they show off a trailer for black adam yeah they show off a trailer for Shazam fury the gods but then everyone's going to be like well what do you guys do after that well obviously black adam <clears throat> versus Shazam Shazam versus black adam whatever the hell the title might be i don't really know but i think that that is the more likely option when if henry cavill shows up that would be even worse dude that would be
2: crazy like oh yeah but we also have another guy who uh yep. you know Who's part of this too that could be part of this fight and then all of a sudden if cavill were to like come in or you know something like that it would just be it'd blow everybody's minds but it's just that's that's just slim to none that's gonna happen yeah
7: yeah and and to to, and to phil to your point like if there's an audience that's going to respond to having levi and the rock on stage together having a stare down of some kind it's the yeah.
5: comic-con
7: crowd
0: they all the Marvel nerds awards. that are
7: gathered there they
6: did it at, they the did movie at the movie awards. Yeah, they did it at the movie yeah. awards. Like when Shazam, yeah. I think it was the year that Shazam was coming out and Zachary Levi was the host, and they had the Rock. I think the Rock won something, or they were on stage together and shook hands. Yeah. You can do it there. There's no way you can't do it at Comic Con when they're gonna be right there.
0: Okay.
2: Right, on. Um, before we continue, Raya, you said you had a. You're gonna take off.
4: Yeah, thank you so much for having me on again. It's been real, um, and it was great chatting with y'all. Um, enjoy yeah. the rest of your convo.
2: Yeah, for sure. And uh, make sure you you subscribe to her channel right there, Rayo. Yeah. Appreciate it. Take care. Nice talking
3: to you. All right. Yeah. I I would not be surprised if, you know, all this talk about this potential Superman appearance in Black Adam um, that is just throwing people off and that it's, Superman,
2: Shazam. Say that again. Sorry, you kind That's of cut out point. a Yeah, don't
3: okay, so blame me. It's not my fault.
2: It's Molly okay. Jacob. Molly Jacob again.
3: But <laughs> hey, so what I'm saying is, for all of the hype and all the rumblings about you know, Superman showing up at the end of Black Adam, but it's a silhouette or whatever. Imagine all of that is to throw people off and it's not superman at all it's Shazam that's what i do every day
0: <laughs> that's what i
6: dream about every night that i hope it's it's you know it's a diversion or like the yeah just trying to throw us off like it's going to actually happen
2: okay so let me let me bring this out to you guys like what if um so if they do this whole thing they're they're hyping it up you got Levi you got uh, Dwayne Johnson on stage oh, they're they're talking shit to each other which is which I think they should really do there should be they should both be on stage microphone in hand they should all they they should really hype it up I mean Dwayne Johnson coming from wrestling he knows that what to do when it comes to something like this oh, Yeah I mean yeah he could do anything like that but then what if like they go like oh yeah but we do have another you know and and it's they're talking about Superman. And what if it's Brandon Ruth? <laughs> oh God. that so what would cool that well, yeah. how like what if they what if it went if they were like, okay, Cavill so it said, you know what? I'm not, yeah, you know, you're not gonna give me what I want. And obviously there's been some back and forth. Like he you goes, remember, all right, we're gonna go Brandon Ruth. How would you guys feel about that?
7: I you know right you now my reaction would be hold on. what I'd be like,
0: what? Uh, what? <laughs> Dave, you know, you know
7: the you
6: know the video of you running into the door. That's gonna be me yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll be a whammy, that's sure.
3: Yeah, that reboot and the recast Superman This is no longer recable. I'm done. I'm out of here. Bye. Okay. Sorry, DC. I enjoyed you before, but I'm done.
2: Okay, uh, Doug. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, if you if you ditch cavill like the current dc who's done um and, and you know i i'd love to see i i wanted them to build up to black adam and, and henry cavill superman i want them to build up to black adam shazam that's reasonable and you both have uh both those actors but i would love to see henry cavill and and shazam as a as yeah. a, a cameo just like a really quiet moment of Clark Kent versus Billy Baston or, or even Superman and and Shazam, like you do two different cameos with two different actors, like talking about different problems, like, Hey, I'm leading a team of, you know, my family and it's falling apart or I'm having trouble, you know, trying to balance these roles and and Superman being that mentor role. I think that that'd be a really strong kind of good character driven cameo. How awesome would it be
2: if, like, Clark just shows up, like, you know, a couple of times through a, a Shazam movie talking to just Billy and just being like, hey, you know, uh, talking about the mistakes that he had when he was first starting and all that stuff. I mean, it, 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 there, there was, like, a, I mean, I, I you know, it's, I think it's been shown in the books, um, of course. <laughs> yeah, just to have that there. And then, of course, him showing up at the end or something as well, Superman. DC, and- the DC
6: Showcase little short with Superman and Black Man. Mm-hmm.
2: That's what it was. Them, with
6: yeah. like they have like they're at a diner, like eating. Yes. Yeah, he gives them food, buys them lunch because he, like he's hungry. He doesn't he hasn't eaten anything? Clark Kent. He's, by, he's not even. He's not even a foster kid at this point.
7: He's living on his own. He's by himself. Yeah. I mean, I mean, True. Perry didn't like Clark Kent going to Gotham. What's he, what does Cl- Perry think about Clark Kent going to Philadelphia <laughs> for uh, for a story? Yeah. Exactly.
3: Well, yeah. Like for heaven's sake, like, and I brought this up over and over and over, but. When the first Shazam movie came out, that tie in book was that looked like Freddy's Guide to Superheroing. It was underlined in face and I thought that this movie is connected to the DCU that we have. Like it had the segment, it had Lois's full article for that. Was that was Justice League, Eric. That was Justice League. <laughs> okay. for You're the like one obsessed scene, with this 552,263rd time. <laughs> that article has not is not contradict that kind of system. Just like in any way because the speech is different. Like, but even then it still has the book still has all the characters, it has all those characters <laughs> it has mention of General Saad and, and the whole and the events of like the black you know, all of them. So with all that in mind, <laughs> you cannot do that. And don't have someone else some other superman
7: that would just no. deter- that would just seal it for me that at least in my own head canon initially and i could be wrong i could prove be proven wrong on this down the road but to me that would just sort of cement that, like okay shazam and black item are kind of in the same world as the dcu but they're actually also over here uh yeah. In this, in this separate, on the separate, to me, it would sort of say like it's a separate universe compared to you know Man of Steel, yeah, and Superman, and maybe there's some related events. It'd be yeah. kind, of, it'd be kind of like the Netflix shows, yeah, not really being connected to the MCU films,
2: right? I'm not like saying that that's gonna happen. I was just saying like I, there was just like that idea. I was like, what if like you know, since Cavill. You know, Cavill's not going to just be like, all right, I'll be, I'll, I'll cameo in this. No, he's going to be like, okay, if I'm going to get in the suit again, I want my movie that I've been talking about in interviews for the past fucking five years. I yeah. want the movie, uh, my solo movie and yeah, I'll do the cameos too, but you have to like, give me a contract, what I, you know, what I want. And, and, and it's just, he wants that solo movie. He wants another, another of movie. Superman. yeah yeah he wants to know i mean he we, we it's it's almost been a decade since he's with man of steel i mean it's crazy his own solo movie you know when it comes to batman superman and just league that was just that was um team-ups it was a team-up right. movie well all right. of them were team-up wasn't where i mean he had great moments and he'd fucking you know it's all fantastic what he did in those movies but he wants to tell like a story separate from all that so he's like pushing and then it's just yeah it's just so weird with everything it's like how have we gone this long without i mean the last time that he shot anything was that original production for justice league back in like twenty twenty 2016 yeah. Six, 16 yeah
6: like I said before, like in the one time in the chat, I was like, "Someone, if not both people, you know, both parties, like, are to blame because there's no like, yeah, there's some somebody is to blame if not both because it's like they're both clashing and bumping heads. They can't come up to and like, how are you rep? How are you represented by the same person that represents the rock? The
2: rock,
0: yeah.
6: And it's like yeah. you're, and it's you're still. It's still in limbo. We don't know, you know, your future. It's not clear. Like, I just yeah. don't get it. That's, that's
7: so why like, I really hope that Zazz the, Love is looking at the landscape. It's like, how come on, guys, why'd you not do this? Like I'm man. really hoping that Zazz Love even, is looking at it from that angle.
8: Dude, even Christopher McQuarrie went to Warner Brothers and said, Look, I can make you a Superman movie with Henry Cavill and Warner Brothers was like no. Nah.
7: It's like what? It was, was yeah. what? It was uh, that Scott, that's literally the most moronic thing I think I've ever I mean, in a history of moronic things, that's like at the top. That
8: was the that was the biggest mistake they've
1: ever. Just go back to exactly what Zach was pitching. If you want to fix your universe, get Superman's house in order. Mm -hmm. Everything can build out from there. It
2: revolves around Superman. I mean, it. it, it, How does it not? If you want to have a universe, you have to have Superman's the center. I mean, and Zach. I mean, very much. I mean, even like just going back and you know watching like reactions of um, you know when the normies were doing like. the Zack Snyder Justice League in that that second first flight, I guess, you know, it's like it's a very I mean, they were all just like clapping like, oh, yeah, it's this scene and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just, you know, he's Jesus. He's fucking Jesus. I mean, that's what Snyder represented him as. I mean, when he goes up and he's at the sun, he puts his arms out like that. And it's like, you know, and it's such a beautiful freaking shot. And it's just like, yeah, he is the center. I mean, they could not defeat Steppenwolf without this motherfucker. That's why they bring him back. And when it the build up and the way that Zach and Terio uh, Terrio and you know wrote it to just like, all right, we established this whole league, they're putting it together, you know, and they realize, okay, we hey if, if we have a chance to bring back Superman, let's do it. But of course, it's like, you know, you have Aquaman that's hesitant. You have, you know, it there's all kinds of like oh, is this is a good idea. And at no, first it's not a good idea because we have this big, huge fight, which is just glorious. But then, of course, Whoa. when you get to that end, they would, it just, and I love the fact that even though Superman was like, he came in and saved the day and he was that, he was that, uh, that dead Joker, that, 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 that Joker card that just kind of came in there and went like, yep, there we go. Now we have, we have a straight flush or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I love the fact that, you know, Aquaman gets gets to stab him with his uh, you know, with That's his right. not, not but his Quindent or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And then Superman punches him and then Wonder Woman gets the final blow of just like so you know, it was it's not just Superman that was like, All right, I'm done. I got I got it, guys. You're good. No, it was like still a team effort, even though they
8: needed him. That was just that final puzzle piece. Well, like even not Superman that. did the most damage to Steppenwolf. Yeah, like, he, he has him on the ground, he's given him, you know, what it's worth, and then he lasers off his horn, right? <laughs> yeah. And he just it, it's like Superman is the exact reason why they were able to dismantle Steppenwolf so quickly. If they did yeah. not have him, they would have been screwed ten ways to Sunday. Yep. And yeah. It's funny because, like, in the story that I was writing, that's that's kind of taking place after Justice League. It was like, how do you deal with the consequences of him coming back? Right, like, what Word. happens in a world where Make Man steal the Yes, Thank you, exactly. Yes, hundred yes. percent. Yes, but like, you know, what happens in the wake of Superman's return? Like, how does the world view the Justice League? How? do they all cope with this superpowered team that just, you know, comes in and saves the day almost on a regular basis? The world is divided on how these people encounter their actions, right? And having Superman come back, he's now faced with his own mortality again, but then, like, you know, there are certain things that might happen to where he's a little bit more overprotective of, say, Lois Lane after maybe the tragic death of his mother, maybe, I don't know. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because here's the thing, right? If you think about Justice League 2 and you think about, like, how Lois lane was supposed to die and that was his only connection to humanity it's like well wait a minute his connection to humanity was both martha and lois lane in batman for superman what happens to martha and justice league 2 my thought is somehow some way martha kent dies that's my thought she has to you have to take her off the board because if you don't then he's legitimately got no other connection to humanity outside of lois lane and <sighs> Interesting. Just, just, yeah. just kind of my two cents of the story that I
2: yeah kind of work. But, I mean, but at the same time, it. maybe I mean there. I mean, Lois obviously is the love of his life. That's going to be obviously a stronger impact, right? Uh, and then, and then, I mean, but maybe uh, yeah. I mean, you, 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 you're, you're, you have a point there. But mm-hmm. then, even, even at the same time, it's like maybe Martha is also just like the only thing that's trying to like pull him back, but not even like she could do it because he's so just. Lost his mind and okay. uh, about Lois. That yeah, I don't know, um, it's that's a good point, though.
3: Although, yeah, cause although it is, despite what you say, though, remember in BVS, this really um, this really supports those points. That in BVS, remember like Luther's point about you know, life, and at first, uh, Clark thinks he's talking about look from the ground, how. Ah, clever, but that's not who I was talking about. No, every boy's special special woman is his mother.
0: Mm
8: -hmm. And see, that's the thing, right? Like, if, hypothetically speaking, if the second Justice League movie were to happen, what would prompt Superman to go and make sure at all above all costs, his wife carrying his child, presumably, if you follow the continuity of Zack Snyder's Justice League, what would prompt him to be so protective of his wife? The death of his mother.
0: And what? Just say
8: what if? Like, what if his mother got the same death that Jonathan Kent got in Superman seventy eight? What if it was by a means that Uh Superman himself couldn't even stop?
3: Oh, there you go. Because all that nudge, nudge. All that complaining about how, well, you know, Jonathan's death in the original, like in the Christopher Reeve movie, was much better than in Man of Steel. the never stopped Zach was saving that for
2: Martha that's mm. ah, all very interesting mm. good stuff
4: because
7: I know in, in the story that I've been writing I don't even address those kind of things Phil
8: so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I you were thinking of it I, have, oh, I have, right I I've I've got something called Justice League Odyssey. I've I've written like the first part of it. It's structured like Zack Snyder's Justice League, but it's very much structurally in similarities to Batman versus Superman. Yeah. It well, is very I, much in that same kind
3: of vein. Mm-hmm. Because like we all love that point so much. I mean, Phil, um, you, would you mind if I borrowed that for Sunset? That is such a
8: maybe. Point. I might. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys give, give me a, a co-writer credit on it if you'd really oh, like to. There oh, you good. go. There you go.
0: Yeah,
8: there you
2: go. Well, if you get a co-write, yeah, yeah, give the credit at least. Why does it,
6: Why does everyone have to die though? Like can we just
8: like, dude, just this part late? of life. How can you do that?
6: yeah? But like, they can die later. Like, come on, like come on. everyone's bro. dying in Justice League Two. Like, Jesus,
8: bro. that, we'll just, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the whole freaking point of the movie.
0: Yeah, but like, <laughs> i, 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 yeah, I Martha's still alive There's in my story, almonds. Jose. There's That's what a... Martha's <laughs> not going anywhere. Heroes, mine.
8: everybody dies in Justice League Two. I'm gonna write it's my own Odyssey. story. Just
6: everybody, just kidding. I want to write a story and bring back Jonathan. Like the tornado never happened. <laughs> he's, Superman has both his parents because he's like that's he what goes. Hey, hey, balance. Barry. Hey,
2: Barry. Can you hop on the fucking cosmic
3: yeah, treadmill like, and hey, uh, go uh, back, you know? in the chat you know, Stephanie says no one knows what to do with Superman. And that's a great point because how many times Warner Brothers tries to do a Superman after one movie they say oh. no, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't, and then They can't oh, even I, make a fucking
6: video game. They can't yeah. even make a Superman video game because people are like, no, it's yeah. too powerful.
5: Well, they were going to, but Justice yeah. League 2017 killed that. Yeah. Because the Did same it? people who oh, made that's Arkham that's Knight good, and sure. Arkham Asylum yeah. pitched it to Warner Brothers and they canceled it. Yeah,
3: and the Gear Girl was like, you no, know, the funny thing is it's so blindly obvious what they should do, too. Well, here's the thing. It's not so obvious when you keep in mind that there's so, so many disagreements, like on Twitter or wherever, about what Superman should be. Every yeah. time Warner That's Brothers true. does a Superman movie, there's always a split. There's a lot of people who love it, and there's a lot of people who don't like it. And here's the thing, and Warner Brothers has it in their head, has had it in their heads every single time that. Well, well it looks like half of the people don't like it, so we got to do, uh, do another thing. Well, no, you are not going to please everyone. You have to get, Warner Brothers has to get that out of their heads and stay the course.
7: I mean, I mean, Batman Begins wasn't divisive, but not everyone was bought into it when it happened.
3: Yeah.
8: True. Not, everyone, right. not
7: everyone was in love with Christian Bale's Batman True. when it came out. I mean, I don't think he really offended. I don't think he pissed off fans to no, the not, degree that no, there I were off no fans But, he didn't, skill, but the like, he didn't make the
8: impression he did until The Dark Knight. You're right.
7: Yeah. yeah. People weren't on board with his Batman until After The Dark Knight came out.
8: Right.
6: No, I was going to say that earlier. Like, they really blew it out to BBS because it's like people were. You know, people are like, oh, "What the fuck? Batman, uh, Superman dies in the second movie. He dies, and what well, they're, right. they're just gonna—they're just gonna form the—they're just gonna form the Justice League because he died. No, and, and not only died. that, they
8: were—they were just Sorry, so no, bent out of ahead. shape." You're absolutely right. Was like, like, People were so bent out of shape because Superman died in the second movie. They're like, man, they didn't build it up like Marvel did. They didn't have, they, they, they burned the doomsday car too fucking early. They did Superman's death way too early. And then what
6: happens in Justice League in like the first five or something minutes? Yeah, he died and he woke up the fucking mother boxes and now Steppenwolf
7: is coming to Earth to invade it.
6: That's why he died.
7: I mean, this is where I will agree to an extent, and it's only to an extent that I do think having a solo Superman movie sequel before BBS probably would have served them better in the long run. Uh, Okay. You know, I could, I I could. Yeah, I can see that justification for that, but but I also but I but I love BVS too, so I don't have the issues with Superman dying.
5: Yeah,
7: just purely in terms of general audience investment in Henry Cavill's Superman, I think having a second Superman movie would have been more
8: effective in that way. But that's all I think that's all you needed. Um, I see what you're saying. I do, but I also think that Marvel, as much as I love the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and I'm a huge superhero geek, everyone knows this, Mm -hmm. I love the MCU for what it is, even though not all their movies are total smashes hits, as we've all seen with Thor and Thunder. I'll find out (laughs) tomorrow, I'm sure. But, like, that that whole concept of world-building crossed with character introductions and cameos and all this bullshit with all the superheroes, like, it has totally brainwashed the audience and even critics to an extent of how quote superhero movies need to be made unquote and that is exactly why so many people looked at bvs and like man this is so bullshit this is why dc doesn't know what they're doing instead of being like huh they're doing something different i can appreciate that no it wasn't that at all people were just like man why did they just do it like marvel well be you know what i'm not even it. <laughs> no, but it's like it's Zack Snyder came, is, in,
2: like Snyder came in and was like, I want to make a story like this. I'm going to do a story like this, set some foundation. They're doing it like that. I'm going to do it like this. And, you know, what I always tell everybody too is like, yeah, did, did you expect, you know, Superman to die in the second movie? That's nope. the thing. It's like, did you expect that? I remember like I going in and I, I, I don't know, you well, know, after was the like Doomsday
6: that. trailer, probably, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, there was like a I was so 50 movie. Like, 50 yeah, it was like iffy, but I remember when I was like, "Oh fuck, they're doing it! They're doing it!" I remember just like going to like my friend, I'm like, "Dude, they're doing it! They're fucking doing! it. They're gonna kill super! He's gonna kill the Superman's gonna die right now!" I'm like, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, do- having Doomsday in it, everybody, everybody who knows, you know, the death of Lord. Superman is gonna be like, "Oh shit, are they really gonna do it?" But I was going in, going, "Ah, oh, is he really going to?" And he fucking did. And that's the thing is. Even though maybe it didn't work for you know half the people out there, but it shook like people to the core where they still go, they still talk about it. But I see what you're saying, Harry. I see what you're saying, where it's like, yeah, maybe there could have been something in between that, sure. But I mean, I think that's why you have that nice little montage. Uh, in BBS, where they like show him saving people when people say he didn't save
7: people, and
0: Um, yeah, my point is
7: is more you'd have more buy in from the general audience in this version of Superman, and you'd have more emotional uh, investment uh, from the general audience in this version of Superman if that was the case. So, you know,
8: I've seen that same sentiment echoed in regards to Batman, too. Like, I've seen a lot of people say that. BVS would have quote benefited unquote from a solo Batman film leading into no. Batman. Pursuit. and I disagree. No. I disagree with uh, that statement. I, don't,
7: I Yeah, yeah, yeah Rises was... was just four years prior. You've had three Batman. You Exactly right. And you people, we know the story. You know we the story. Man, you can still carry right. that over into BVS.
8: And people were just like, man batman should have fought like two-face or the joker before and i'm just like
5: fuck no we already
7: had a trilogy like stop
8: with that shit no but
2: like snyder came in and was like hey how about we have uh, a mid-crisis batman who who, who's gone off the reservation let's do that instead and then they didn't accept it but then you know some people you know like Uh, half the people out there were like oh yeah i see what you're doing there i see what you're doing there go ahead eric
3: yeah and also. Um, building on what jerry has been saying about you know how we should have had uh, we could have had you know a second Superman movie before BBS the funny thing is wasn't that pretty much Zach's original plan? like his original plan for man Steel 2 had hints had like set up for Bruce Wayne being involved later yeah. like for some of his film. well let's. So
8: that's the thing, right? Like when you're in the writer's room and you're throwing around ideas of what to do next, like they talked about doing Brainiac. They talked about yeah. doing her They also talked about having Bruce Wayne look outside his door and have a whole box of kryptonite there. And yeah, that's when the idea spurred of like, well, what if Superman fought Batman in the sequel? And then Warner brothers was like, yes. And
0: yeah, because of,
8: there's so much potential there, but exactly. we have to remember too, that
2: um, when it comes to uh BBS, there's a whole different script from Goyer from Snyder true. and everything true, and true, it true. had metallo and and from what i gather just talking to uh people in the know is it was less political it was definitely it was more actiony which okay. it, which was interesting it's like oh yeah so but then terrio came in you know ben affleck was like hey let's punch up this thing and terrio came in and i think it's you know to be, to be honest i think what they have now is better because when you watch it as like, and it has that political aspect It has uh, because, you know, I mean, look at the way things are now. I mean, Jesus Christ, imagine having a Superman that's actually in real life. You would have half the people that want him to be dead and half the people that look at him as the second coming of Jesus. It's, right. it's, it's great what they did with it. Um, but it is funny how like originally, when it came to Goyer and when they were going to really do this thing, it was not as political but at the same time i you know people going back and revisiting it go oh my god this yeah that yeah what what if there was a superman here what how would cnn approach it how would fox news approach it you know and stuff like that what would the discourse be and i thought it's i really off.
3: wish biden, the thing I... biden would call him a dog pony soldier so what i i'd imagine biden would call superman a dog faced pony soldier remember that <laughs>
2: come on man
7: yeah,
0: yeah. maybe I,
7: I i still wonder if i mean i don't think we're ever gonna get this answer this question answered. but i still it just seems to be like a chicken or the egg kind of thing like what came first zach deciding to have batman fight superman or warner brothers going to zach saying we want to make a billion dollars can you put batman in this movie i you know I, I i just don't know which one came first or if it happened so close to together that it's just it almost
8: like no one remembers which one
7: no, Batman
2: brought our, uh, uh, Zach brought it up. I think. Yeah. You think Zach? I, I want to say it, that it was Snyder pitch. was
8: the one who, who pitched it. In the, yeah, initially. Snyder
2: pitched it. Snyder pitched
7: it. Because there's a lot uh, of people who think that like, because Man of Steel didn't crack a billion, they're like, okay, now we got to add Batman to this. There's and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's BS or not. So There's an
6: interview of what uh, Phil said that uh, Zach says that the idea yeah. of Kryptonite we, being left outside yeah. uh, Bruce's like, house. Like,
8: like, there's that an interview it. out there. I don't remember what it was, but like it's Zach Snyder talking about what to do after Man of Steel. A lot he of people pitched. are in the room. They didn't name names, right? But it's him, I would imagine. Yeah. Maybe David Goyer and a couple other Probably. Warner Brothers execs, yeah. right? And they're like, well, "What do we do next?" And I'm sure maybe David Goyer went, well, uh, I'm doing Metallo or Brainiac or whatever the fuck." And Zack Snyder was like, "Well, like, what if he thought Batman?" I'm, I'm paraphrasing
2: because, here because but, we but- know because we know that <laughs> that uh, that Zach loves The Dark Knight Returns, his famous right. favorite book. Right. So right. he was like. In his brain, he was going, oh, man, what if we could do a version of that? You know, because he loves that book so much. So, yeah, he pitched it. I mean, he was like, I'm going to do it. And then it's just funny because when you watch that first little teaser at, at that Comic-Con and you when we saw that, we're like, oh, my God, he fucking pulled it off. There's the armored suit. We're like, what the fuck? There's the white glowing eyes and the what? the You know, we were all just so blown away by it. <laughs> And that's what was like hyped up that movie. But then, of course, when the general audience kind of saw it, they were like, well, wait a minute. This is not what I, you know, I, it was supposed to be Batman and Superman fighting like crazy. Like every scene was going to be them fighting. I'm like, um, no. they kind of were in a different sense, yeah. which people are coming around to now when they go back to it. They go, oh, yeah. There's like, when you have, of course, yeah. Lex Luthor, this brilliant dude that's puppeteering these, these uh, larger than live characters. And and then you have like this back and forth of like you have super smart Bruce Wayne billionaire Bruce Wayne and then you have mild man reporter Clark Kent who's just trying to be that and trying to be trying to be that hero but of course you have to drop it into reality and just, you have so. political discourse and it that's why when <clears throat> I, that's why it's still out of the trilogy it's my favorite I, it's I like it the most out of all three of them anyways guys yeah. how was that no I was
6: gonna say that I just. Uh... I'll just never understand how they, like, they edited the movie to put it in theaters. Yeah, like, I just don't get it because that really, that really, really affected it. And it did, uh, and it's like because it's like for as for as for as much as people like to call Zach a, a edge lord and he's so like he just wants to be all dark. This they cut a scene where Superman takes the ferry to Gotham, yeah. like a reg like a regular person. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how much difference that probably would have made in the theater. People were like, "Oh shit, look is Superman just being a normal dude, just taking yeah. a ferry to, to yeah. Gotham."
2: But then and know, when honestly. they give shit, when they give shit to Cavill's Clark, it's like he's yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not as crazy as what Christopher Reeve did. Reeves did because right. you know, I even like there was like a, a video put po- uh, that was posted on Twitter that was going around where you know there's like a scene in Superman where you know, where Clark takes off his glasses when he's with Lois and then he like straightens up his posture and they're like, yeah, he literally changes the Superman right before our eyes. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But when it, little subtle things that I mean, happen,
0: just like, he, just like, yeah. Yeah. Didn't he also he did. take the bus? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it,
7: it it, going right. yeah, To the narrows or whatever the hell. Yeah. It's because, because uh, not enough people, not enough that those folks have, or they don't remember watching Superman, the animated series where Clark Kent isn't bumbling in the, in the office. He's, Literally mild mannered. Uh, right. He's still a big dude, and uh, you know he's still you know. Standing he's trying home. to cover
2: with suits and everything like that, but he's well, still a big brooding dude. Still, yeah, it's not gonna. Yeah, yeah and, and it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> he
7: even tells Lois, he's like, "Well, Lois, I'm actually Clark, Kent. like Clark Kent is a justice, justice disguise. Just I'm I an actually Superman, and she doesn't believe. It. She thinks he's being ridiculous, you know. Yeah. And you have the, uh, I'm sure Scott has mentioned this to you, but like the episode of the late Mister Kent where. It seems like Clark Kent died in a car crash while investigating a story. And like, there's just little things there. Like he's at work late and like there's leftover pizza on the side. Uh, And he's like, I skipped dinner. So I went and had some pizza. And he says, I know I don't need it. I know I don't need to eat it, but old habits break hard. So it's like. He's grown up on Earth. He's used to eating dinner. <laughs> like yeah. He physically does not need it because he's yeah. Superman, but he's just used to it's It's a normal thing. It's part of him being human, you know, yeah, the and, Superman and, and, the, and the animated series always embrace that so much without making Clark like <laughs> like a bumbling, you know, Clark Kent make the like what the Christopher Reeve did. But like yeah. people assume like, oh, that's not the that's not the norm, more standard version of Clark Kent.
6: I was gonna say, in the Justice League cartoon, Superman believes in Santa. Like, That's
7: right.
6: Like he fucking like. like Imagine that being in live action. Like, I would honestly laugh. Like I would think that would, would be not more, work. Like, it would not work. Yeah. It's like, but people love it in like, the animated series. Are like, oh, it's so
3: you know, it's so adorable. it yeah, you know. <laughs> kind of makes sense because of this world of super beings. Yeah. So you know, I could see that.
2: But yeah, in a movie, it wouldn't work. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, it maybe would just be a little too cheesy. But no, but I mean, I mean, that's what's so great about. I mean, yeah, like you were saying, like cut out those scenes where you actually see Clark Kent being Clark Kent. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I, love I love that. I love that when he like he's on the the ferry and he's just walking and he's got his nose up. He's got his nose up. He has he's got a little like, smile oh. on his face. He's like, he has oh, a little on smile on his face, and it's almost like uh, you know. And even going back to like you know. Going back to Kill Bill 2 and when Bill talks to uh, Trixie about like the the actual disguise of Superman is Clark Kent, you know, it's not the other way. But but then, of course, you could be like, well, Batman, when Bruce Wayne's Batman, that's who he really is and blah, blah, blah. Sure. But at the same time, it's almost like Clark being Clark is like, oh, it's refreshing. I don't have to be that guy where i'm like oh i have to always be looking over the city and listening to all the crap and everything and i have to i can just fly across the harbor and just go to gotham very easily no i'm gonna just i'm gonna have my shoulder bag i'm gonna just be like huh you know i'm and gonna this, enjoy and then, the then,
6: ride yeah and they yeah. set it up perfectly because what is yeah. what is what does perry, perry tell him so- before he leaves he's like you know be careful in gotham They we're gonna take your lunch money or something <laughs> like they're gonna beat him up <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. just like, "Come on, no one can hurt him." And he's just,
0: or his, yeah, just him going to no the did. police
7: station too. So, yeah, yeah
6: it's all good. Oh, and man. that was and cut. Like, that was also cut. That
0: was also right. cut. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing these, of many things were
7: cut, man. Fuck. The whole thing of the 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 the, uh, the you know the the mother of the kid who's picking up her you know the dead guy, yeah, yeah, that that her, her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, she said like, you know, a pen's not going to stop him. A fist is going to stop him. Yeah, that was cut from originally.
6: Oh, that was cut that was
2: cut. And, I mean there were so many things like like when, when I mean I remember when they were starting to release little scenes of like oh yeah, the ultimate edition. And I don't even know why they cut when you know, because I was kind of I was disappointed when I was like, wait a minute, so we're not gonna see Batman breaking into Lex Corp? I'm
0: like, oh, we didn't get to cut out, but then don't it was like out. they cool cut it, out when season. they cut out
2: all I needed, all I needed was that security fridge. When I saw that when they were promoting Ultimate Edition, I went. Why did you fucking cut that? That's yeah. all
7: I needed. That's I just needed him dropping
2: down yeah. and then going. I'm like, that's all I needed. I didn't need a full fight scene. That's all I needed. All, I needed all the stuff
7: go. with the CIA in, in the desert. Uh yeah. that they should have kept that stuff in because that would have made the story flow so much better. It's like, like, did you, the whole did you first half was just super choppy? It
6: yeah. was like, did you not see how popular the Arkham games were? Batman just inverted takedown some dude.
5: That was yeah, yeah. keep that right. in the movie. <laughs>
6: and they did exactly. It was a fucking really? mistake.
5: What I wanted was to the one that yeah. sets up Steppenwolf.
8: The, the
5: what? All our was Steppenwolf.
8: They was <laughs> they showed that like two days
3: after the movie debuted in
8: theaters. Yeah. The scene
0: setting
3: up Justice League that was completely cut. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah.
8: Yep,
5: so. What were we gonna say, Jacob? The scene I wanted as I. Like, just as, as a Superman fan and like as a general audience member to sympathize with him was the after the Capitol blows up and he's like outside. Helping oh, yeah. Saving that. people. That's like and a part of me feels like I did see that in theaters because like I saw Mandela, it. Mandela. And and I'm like, why would you cut that? Why would that not be in
6: the movie? Like I understand yeah. cutting out the violent, like you know, you want to keep it PG-13, right? You want to cut out the violent part. You can't show, right. you can't show a lady being thrown in front of a subway car. Okay, that's fine. I get it. Um, you know, maybe fix it somehow that it's doesn't. I don't know. I mean. There's probably been worse in PG-13 movie than a lady getting thrown in front of a yeah. Submarine. I don't think that. Yeah, I mean, but, they, um, it's still like, he I it's like you know, after the bomb, after the bomb goes off, there's a bunch of dead bodies, you know, laying outside. Yeah, okay, that's maybe a little too graphic, but you couldn't maybe just not show that shot and just show Superman. Saving people, like but, but you know
2: right. what, what what's else pivotal about that shot, too, but about that scene is like he's doing that, which is great, and it's like it's superman actually pulling people out of the wreckage and and then working with the paramedics. And then what does he do too? He senses Lois because then he, all of a sudden he just like looks over at her because we're kind of wondering like, how is he always you know, especially when Luther pushes her off the fucking sky rise?
0: He just right. is there,
2: like he has got he's so connected to her. And that represented that showed that because you know he just sensed her like oh she's over there and it's just I don't know that just there was that was just added to that little scene too I love when he looks over at her and it's just they, well, they match
6: I mean if you know the lore he can like yeah. hear her heartbeat
2: he can exactly hear her, he, knows he knows her heart. heartbeat yeah. yeah yeah were we gonna say Phil I uh, Phil I think
8: you were gonna say something oh I was. I'm right there with you guys. Whatever I don't know who <laughs> was in the editing room making all these choices of what needs to be cut, but clearly it was just.
6: You know what's actually sad is the guy that edited. He he passed away this year, right? He he edited uh, BBS and uh...
8: David Brenner. Yeah. I he think did he... over, yeah. Did he? He
6: did. He yeah. did. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, no. He did. That's not...
4: so, uh, oh
6: yeah. So only Zach. I mean, we, it would have been great to ask him, but now it's like I want to ask. That's the one thing I've always wanted to ask Zach. Like Zach, did they have like. Did they have like a gun to your head, like in the editing room, and told you like, cut this, cut that, don't show this, don't show that? Like, did you not have any control of that whatsoever? Because it's like, it's crazy. There's no way Zach would have been like, yeah, cut that. You wouldn't need to show. I heard you don't need to show that. Like, I heard one.
7: I heard one rumor years ago, and it was it was more along the lines because he was so immersed in prep for Justice League that he sort of just let someone else do oversee the editing for uh for bvs and but uh, could i could be right, right. i, I hope not i don't know, I, don't know. I, I gotta check out guys um all right have a great care right. carry right. um yeah so i'll, t- all I'll right. talk to you all next time all right. i appreciate I it. And, I and it and let me know your thoughts whenever you get yeah. yeah. i'll finish that. it tomorrow i thing. promise sweet yeah yeah right. Nice. Right. see
2: ya yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all crazy. I mean, I mean, I, I remember being in the movie theater and just still enjoying the shit out of it because I was like, Oh my God. Cause uh, I mean, when, especially when, <laughs> when Flash shows up, you know, and Bruton in, in the bat cave and he's just like, I'm like, Oh my God. And I was like, and even my buddy didn't know. He's like, wait, 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 wait. And I was like, it's a flash. It's a flash. It's a flash. And I'm like, Oh my God. And like, I was like, I was literally like just freaking out. Like, and yeah, even though it was like cut and everything, I still enjoyed it, but then, yeah, man, when they were starting to show, like, oh, this is what was cut out, and then you watch and you go, the whole arc of what Lois figuring out shit was yeah. like completely yeah. cut out. Yeah. Like, oh my god, we actually saw Lois being full on, full blown Lois, and like going to the crime scene, figuring shit out, and you know, I mean, the whole lead in the in the in the uh, the, the wheelchair chair. thing yeah. that sure. was cut out. I'm like, well, that's pretty pivotal because. A lot of people, they were like going, "How did Superman not oh, see yeah. the bomb? How Jenna, did Superman not see the bomb?" And then Jenna Malone God, was completely cut go, out, right? Oh, It was encased in lead. Yeah, Jenna Malone oh. was completely
8: cut from the movie. Jesus Christ! It's like, it's how do you cut ridiculous. that out? That's, that's
2: so pivotal because everybody knows that Superman can't see through lead. It's like Jesus
8: Christ. You know what's uh. real, what's real comedy is like every time I get asked about that movie, they're like, "What do you?" what do you really like about that movie the most? Or like, what's, what's one of your favorite aspects of that movie? I'm so quick to say Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor and I get the most like curl clutching reactions from it. It's just <laughs> yeah. like, what do you, how can you like that? And I'm just like, well, cause Gene Hackman is like, you know, he's, Yes. He, he's like businessy, cold, business mobile Lex Luthor. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Selling,
2: selling land. Yeah, right. And like, you know, you well, get to
8: Kevin Spacey and you're like, I don't want to touch that conversation at all now. <laughs> and and, and, and like, yeah, I, I g- like, I get to Jesse Eisenberg. I was like, because he's the only one who refreshing. actually fucking won. He yeah. beat Superman. Like, Thank he actually, you. He yes, killed he Superman. Was. He set out to do what Lex Luthor always wants to do, but he actually fucking accomplished it. Dude, he made that. Doomsday and he killed fucking superman i was like yeah. he wins yeah. i've He's said that so many guy. times
6: and people are like did he though did he win yes yes
5: he, he got, got he, even though he context, got
2: arrested he still won you know in the <laughs> context
8: of that film yes yeah. he won he won, he won. Yes. He won. you're
3: right he won. and also you're talking about gene hackman i mean honestly honestly like all like we keep, people who are whining about you know about you know jesse eisenberg's portrayal they keep forgetting they're acting like the first Superman movie wasn't filled with that goofball comedy with the villains, with Luthor, with Keschmacher, and with Otis. Like, like, Luthor only has two henchmen. One of yeah. them is a woman that isn't particularly loyal to him, and she ends up, she's got a crush on Superman. And the other is this bumbling idiot. And mm-hmm. somehow, somehow the three of them are able to steal two nuclear weapons from the U S military. So don't give yeah, me garbage about, I know they're, they're garbage. you know, what's funny,
2: you know, funny too, is like, uh, when it comes to the, the normies, when I was rewatching their reaction, yeah. um, Reina, who was on, she actually like w- w- one of her comments goes, I actually like Jesse guys Superman. I, I heard Superman, Lex Luthor. She was like, she full on said that. And I was like, I was like, thank you. I remember because I was still working, so I had my back turned. and I turned around. I literally said to the TV, thank you. I'm like, all right, I'm glad she's coming. I like this one. This one's smart. Because she was – her her reactions to the whole thing was like she was loving what they're doing. Yeah, she carry. was – her
6: and the guy next her, to her were
2: like the best. Yeah, yeah, the guy, ones. Mickey. The guy, Mickey, was like with the Batman shirt. I was like yeah. – I kept yeah. watching him because he was just going, Barshan. He was like – Damn, Marcin, man, and this shit. Oh, he lost he his was mind
6: when Superman when Superman out. showed up.
0: Superman yeah, was showed great. up. He was,
2: and then you know you could tell he's a big Batman fan, and he was just yeah. Stunning. That's the thing is, like when you watch people's reactions who don't know the shit that maybe we know the details, and they're just going, "Wow, how did they? What is Warner Brothers? What the fuck were they thinking when it came to not releasing this? Like, how do you not go with this? This is." Expanding this world, you have dark side, you have all this shit, and it's just it's insane. It's insane. And it's like, man, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Comic-con. Yeah, well, Zack Snyder's gonna walk out on stage. He's gonna nah, yeah, Snyder vs. Restore. Isn't isn't that the rumor that yeah.
8: he's supposed to come out this year at Stadio yeah. Comic Con announcing?
2: No, I, I don't know. Maybe you saw something yeah, I didn't the, okay. The the rumor I saw was <laughs> Wayne T Carr. They're gonna announce a Wayne T Carr... Um, Green Lantern, um, apparently, Mm. and then yeah, and then uh, yeah, something somebody posted that it was uh yeah I saw it on somebody people sent it to me they were like is this true and I went oh my god because somebody posted oh we're hearing things about the restoration of the Snyderverse and then all and then I got sent a video that somebody did and they're like basically saying like oh yeah there's a chance that Wayne T Carr they might uh, announce that he's going to be part of Green Lantern. I went, okay, no, no um, I don't know what's Is happening it, with that Green Lantern series. That's all up in the air. I, it might be dead in the water because of they, that's like, going to be an expensive series.
8: Like, didn't Russ? they film the pilot or start filming no, it, no, no. or they, did they just no. get the casting? They
2: casted. They cast, casted. casted.
6: I hate, I hate saying cast. They cast <laughs> I don't think
0: three three characters. And yeah, like three
6: the characters last they say. said is that they were finishing up the, the season finale. They were finishing the script of oh, the season finale. That's what they were saying. Oh,
5: boy.
8: Isn't Guggenheim like showrunning oh. that with a couple other people?
2: Berlanti. Berlanti. Yeah, Berlanty, yeah. Um, yeah it's, that's so up in the air because. Jeff Johns there the, somewhere because apparently. Should, I don't know, right? Uh, yeah.
6: The rumor is he, they can't do anything with Green Lantern without
8: Jeff Johns involved. Oh, Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. You know, <laughs> that really doesn't surprise me cuz he had such a big stint on Green Lantern. He did. He did. That's yeah. the thing. That's the yeah. Thing. And but I, I, yeah, I when I,
2: it yeah. comes to this series it's like, man, cuz I said a long time ago, um uh, because I, you know, I was talking to somebody uh a friend of mine who uh got, you know, was tapped into that and he actually got sent over a script and you got to re or something from somebody and the show very much was going to play into the movie and the really? reason why yeah. there wasn't going to be a john stewart and hal jordan representing the movie or in the show because it was going to lead into they were going to be very much in in green lantern cores right. you know the the, the show was going to be like give you that I mean, they were going to give you the origin story of the lanterns. So you know, like the foundation Alan... of
8: the lanterns was built inside yes. the show. And it was going to, then... it was going to time jump, Got you know, it. Alan Got
2: Scott. It. And then, you know, it was going to have all that. Then it was going to, the, the final, the, the finale was going to lead into this crazy cosmic battle. And then you're going to have, Oh, here's Jordan. Here's Stuart. And then that was going to lead into the movie where, or um, they get separated. Stuart gets exiled onto a, or gets sent like crash lands on a planet. With uh-huh. another Green Lantern. I'm not sure. I forgot exactly who it was. It might have, was a Toma Ray. I don't know. Maybe. But. Okay. He was gonna, and they were in and there and they're fucking the rings were out of juice. So they're powerless on a fucking planet that they don't Ooh. know about. And how Jordan was going to be like, I guess, looking for him or something like that. That was going to be part of it. I don't know. It was just like it was going to be something like that uh, from what he told me. And uh, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. But now i'm like okay that i mean that was like a couple few years that was pre-pandemic when he was telling me this and i was like i don't know what's happening with it now yeah. it seems like someone, it might uh,
6: be- someone hit up sam benjamin we need to get to the bottom of this <laughs> right, only oh. he, only he <laughs> <laughs> sammy where you at boy where is he he's like disappeared huh <laughs>
2: He doesn't really post much, you know. He went off with <laughs> Lightcast somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God, man. that was that was a fun time. So that was cool. a fun time there, when especially when that guy was trying, literally in my DMs, going, and I, 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 <laughs> I, I think I, ha- I probably have a screenshot somewhere because I was like, this motherfucker is literally trying to convince me that Sam Benjamin is Green Lantern, like back engineering it. And he was going, because Cavill posted this. Remember when Cavill posted this about working out? And he posted, like, the Green Lantern symbol and blah, blah, blah. And, and it was like, there's so many things. And I was, just, I was just laughing, and I was just putting, like, little okay. I was Wait, like, Cav- okay,
6: and Cavill, the nerd, posted something nerdy?
2: Yeah, I know, right? <laughs>
6: Breaking news.
2: <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I'm like, motherfucker, do you know that I am in connection with the man himself? That I can literally <laughs> go,
3: hey, yeah. Zach, I remember, I remember people were getting the exact same arguments about, about like Henry Cavill and Mark Wahlberg doing these competition photos with each other about being buff.
6: Oh, because that well, wasn't that picture that he loved, like Mark Wahlberg flexing in the office? You
0: know that? Yeah,
6: it was like something. Wrong. Yeah, there was there was, there
2: was a meeting. Like there was something that I don't know exactly the details. I, I'm gonna have I don't. To, I, I don't remember what the details. But yeah, I mean, Mark. Well, I mean, maybe it had something to do with Green Lantern. I don't know. But but then it was funny when you know, we were like we were like, hey, he would probably bring. He might bring back Ryan Reynolds. And then all of a sudden, what happens? Zach goes, oh yeah, if I guess I had a Hal Jordan, I would try to bring back Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> it's funny because like, like
0: there like, it is.
8: I remember when the rumors were running rampant of like who would be Hal Jordan in DCU. I've heard like Tom Cruise, Mark Wahlberg, yeah, and like then like the me either. I, I I'd actually honestly prefer him as like a alternate universe superior Iron Man over well, like Green Lantern. But well, the big, well, the
6: big, the big well, thing right now is uh, Austin Butler as Green Arrow because I've seen that yeah. right I mean,
0: People are,
2: people are talking that. about that for uh, Black Canary. Yeah,
6: yeah, because they want to keep him in the house after Elvis apparently. <laughs> yeah, keep him in the WB house. All right. I mean I'm down with that. Pretty cool, I guess.
2: Yeah, He did film. a great job yeah. as Elvis for
3: sure. Yeah, very good job. Yeah. Eric. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, I was saying he was very good. Yeah, Elvis was very yeah. good. But I gotta say that people are like everyone's saying, well, Oh look well, you know, I never I never liked, you know, Tom Cruise as yeah, you didn't like it until Top Dead Maverick came out, which is what I've been saying, guys. I still <laughs> Yeah,
2: I just don't yeah. see him as Hal Jordan. I just don't like. I want to. I want somebody else. Uh, I and I would actually prefer Ryan Reynolds before time. Tom Cruise coming back. Uh, uh, I'd actually want Ryan Reynolds to come back more than No. There's like Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. I like what he does, but I just I, you know he's sixty years old now. You know, and it's like even though he doesn't look it, I'm just I'm still just going. Maybe at one point, sure, but I'm like, I think everybody, again, like what you're saying, Eric, and when you see Top Gun Maverick, you're just thinking, oh, pilot, Hal yeah. Jordan, there yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Kind of. You know, speaking you know, of it,
8: which, did Miles you, Miller,
7: Teller,
2: I would take Miles that Teller.
7: In.
8: That's a great point. Did you see yeah. his recent comments about like a Top Gun 3?
2: Yeah, Miles Teller yeah. actually said he's had conversations, yeah. but I it's goes. Like, all up to Tom, which of course, yeah. It, it's
3: everything word for word, like, the bat whether whether or not Batfleck comes back, it's all up to Bat do Batfleck. It's yeah. all up to Batfleck. Yeah. Yeah. It's all up
2: to Tom. It's all up to Tom. If he wants to do it, because I mean, and I wouldn't be surprised if he wouldn't want to do it because, you know, his Mission Impossible franchise is wrapping up right yeah. now. Yep. It's like I what's mean next? how are
6: you gonna are you gonna top making a billion?
2: I know, no. dude. That's that's the thing. It's like yeah. and I'm sure he's considering that because I mean obviously it's like what else what can you do more for Top Gun because you know you had that one movie, and they did a great job of doing the callbacks in Maverick and everything. And you know it's like, what else can you do besides having a scene like um you know Clark Kent at the top of that mountain talking to his dad, and it'd be like you know Maverick talking to Goose Gosh, like that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh. I, I,
3: did like, I did like the idea that, you that, man. that of um, talking to me, of Goose.
2: Miss <laughs> you <Merci> too, Goose.
8: <laughs> I miss yeah, you.
3: The <laughs> I I like, 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 spinoff show mm-hmm. that focused on these new characters that were introduced in Top Gun Maverick, like especially like you know Phoenix and uh, hey, I Stern. like
2: this casting because I would think he would be a good Hal Jordan. Yeah, he would be All a right, good right. Hal Jordan. He's got that classic snarky that. pretty boy look, you know. Who's Glenn Powell? He was a, yeah, he's, he's a, a, a hangman. The he was a
3: douche. He was a hangman. hangman. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, he was the
2: douche. He was the yeah. the douchey yeah. one. Yeah,
3: which which brings him back, out to, like, me. Like, which me back to like you know people were talking about you know a spin off show that focused on the on the new on the new pilot series That them cool. Yeah,
2: but even like when it came to Wahlberg, I didn't even like that. Somebody said, uh, "How about Wahlberg as a uh, dead man?" Hey guys, I'm dead. That's right, I'm dead right now.
0: Yeah, but, you know, I'm dead. <laughs> i drop an interesting idea, you do a
2: Mark Wahlberg impression, or... impression, you have to be out of breath, apparently.
3: <laughs> Someone brought up an interesting idea um, of uh, <laughs> and, um, uh, the guy that's in uh, the guy that's in the um, <laughs> that's a uh, Stallone's second. Uh, Jason Statham. Someone suggested Dathan Statham is dead man.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm. You
3: know, I kind of buy that. Dude,
6: Deadman dead man only because he's bald. <laughs> Dead man is from Boston. He talks like you
2: know, he's like clam child die. Yeah, like, one of those yeah you gotta
0: point like, like, yeah. there. So fucking that's
2: cool. why I think that's probably why the uh, Josh was like, Hey, what about Wahlberg for because you know he he uh, didn't yeah, didn't he like come from Matt Damon? Body? Matt yeah, Damon Boston. is Dead Man. There you go. That's
6: <laughs> what it is. That Damon fella. Let's, let's
2: get that, let's get that wheel <laughs> <Damon little> hunting <laughs> in there. Yeah, how do you like damn <laughs> apples? Huh? <laughs> You know, Jeez. Like that. but, uh, yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. that's, that was on the table. I think that's mm. been on the table before
1: too. Hey. That was it. But, uh, James just, Marsden as Hal Jordan would be cool. Yeah. Like a lot of people too. liked yeah. him
2: as, uh, as that he, you know, he,
5: he's got the look and
2: he's got the look and I think he would be a, yeah, he'd be, you know, what's funny about James uh, Marsden is like, cause I'm watching Westworld right now. And of course he's all in it. And I just kind of, I, I remember just even today when I was watching a couple episodes, I went, James Marsden is like, you know, he was in, he was in the, the, the big boom, the, the, what started the boom of now, which was X-Men, you know, obviously. And, but he wasn't like, I mean, he was Cyclops, but he wasn't like a big character. There was no spinoff. There was no, not, you know, it really didn't go big time anywhere, but he's been consistent. Just, he just pops up and shit. And then all of a sudden he pops up in Sonic and it's like, Oh yeah, is this going to work? And it does. And now he's, it's a big franchise now. And you know he's in Westworld. That's a great show. People talk about it all the time. It's in its fourth season. He's just one of those guys. that's like, oh yeah, I like James Marsden. I'm glad he's there. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, he's got like that's he's
6: good. got he's got a little bit of range. You know, he can be comedic. He, 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 yeah. he can be
0: dramatic. He can be funny. Yeah. And he's
2: and then of course he's pretty to look at because he's like one of those. Hey, that's he doesn't age. You look yeah, at him from fucking, out. you know, X Men in back in twenty, you know, in two thousand. Yeah. yeah, and look at him now. It's like, yeah. Let's not, let's you, not forget. You,
6: let's not forget the Notebook.
8: No, come on. Uh, fair. That's <laughs> fair point.
2: Yeah. Fair,
0: fair
8: point. <laughs> even, even, even Sonic the Hedgehog. He doesn't look like he. He looks almost the exact same as he did as mm-hmm. as Cyclops in he like, does. the first
3: three X Men movies, which yeah. is astonishing. Yeah. Pun intended. Yeah. Yeah, he was the <laughs> prince in Enchanted. That
2: was another one. So which one? So he was the prince in Enchanted. Oh, that's right. I know. I know you love that movie. And uh, yeah, disturbing I wonder why. behavior. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I don't know why you love that movie. Could it could have be <laughs> because, because of because of James Marsden. Yeah. <laughs> or the I. You know what? Zachary Quinto is dead, man. That's not mm. a bad choice. Yeah.
6: It's not bad. Listen, We're talking about all this stuff and it's like fuck, just give us something, man. Give me some you know, JL Give me some jail dark. Like announce. Seriously. Something.
8: Yeah. You know,
6: if get JJ Abrams out of here, man. Like get if,
8: him. If, I haven't done shit. If nope. Pedro Pascal wasn't Maxwell Lord in Woman 84, I'd say Zachary Quinto would make a pretty good Maxwell Lord. Yeah. yeah. I'd be pretty
5: Yeah.
0: Be
8: pretty, be pretty yeah. Good. That's yeah. that. But who else would he be? Like if if you were to cast him in a brand new project, who a Quint- you know Quinto what Quinto Quinto would make a pretty solid braiding act. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, like, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I mean he yeah. plays Spock. He plays Spock,
2: exactly. Too. That's exactly the reasoning why. Yeah. Didn't did he play uh, Nosferatu in a in a series? I think a limited series for like A and E. They did like a Nosferatu kind of thing or something like that or something. He was the a first, bad guy.
6: No, when I first saw him, that I, I could tell he 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 had range was a uh, American Horror Story. He was in the yeah. asylum season. He was, he was in was the he, had, well, he was, he in was the the first
8: season too. He was also Siler in Heroes. Mm. Yeah,
6: oh yeah, that's right. Heroes. Yeah, so I'm, I that was know. that was a phenomenal. I never got into Heroes, but that was Dude, quite the phenomenon. For that a while. show's
2: actually
8: pretty effing cool. Yeah.
2: Never got into it either. Never. Save the into
6: it. I just know save the cheerleader. That's all I
2: know from that. <laughs> from the pop culture. Too, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Thank you, Russ. That yeah, he was. No, there was sorry, like to uh that uh, uh limited series. Like I think it only went for like two seasons. But he was yeah. Now he could. He has range, so I I could see him doing something like that. And he hasn't really done. I haven't really seen him in anything since. I mean, obviously they keep talking about a Star Trek four that could be possibly coming out, but knows with that yeah oh yeah he was
6: oh yeah he was an invincible he voiced the uh the robot oh that's right right.
8: yeah that's right there it is dude they should put him in the
5: boys
2: yes he would fit in the boys yeah yeah he would by the way have we all seen the uh finale oh
8: yeah oh yeah that's the that's my favorite tv show. everyone saw
2: can i no questions. Questions. Yeah, yeah, we could, All right, so if we, we want to, like, this could be the last topic that we talk about. Um Yeah, if anybody in the chat, you know, brace yourself. You know, <laughs> let's talk about some of that. But holy shit! Why
6: <laughs> did they have to do that to Black Noir? Oh,
8: <laughs> dude, I was he's coming back. Like that. he's coming minutes. back. There's you no way that? he's coming did, back.
6: No, did you? Eric Kripke said that he's gonna be back, but it's gonna yeah. be. The guy that plays him in the costume, Nathan Mitchell, he's going to be a new version of Black Noir. I was like, what? what? But I was like, okay, I guess, I guess Black Noir is going to be like a mantle, not so much a person.
2: Mm. So It's going to yeah. be interesting what they do with that. But yeah, that was sad because, I mean, when, when when Soldier Boy came back, I mean, he had such trauma with that motherfucker. And then he went to that... Uh, what, that pizza shop or wherever the fuck, that Chuck E. Cheese type yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he was just seeing it with, I was, like, I was Jesus. like, this is why I love this show because it's like, how fucked up is this? Because, yeah, Black Noir, who we don't really know much about, he's sitting in this, you know, this vacant deserted Chuck e. Chuck Cheese Chuck e. Cheese type thing. place. Yeah, and he's seeing all these cartoon characters like play out he's all out this shit that happened with Soldier Boy. Oh
6: my God, dude. Well, I mean, to be fair, like half of his brain was outside of his school. <laughs> oh, of
5: course. And, uh, yeah. That, 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 that yeah. True.
6: And that was a great like that was a great misdirection, too. When it was like you think it was when you saw that episode of the flashback, it made it seem like it was from the attack, but it was soldier boy that beat his he ass. They don't,
1: that
0: yeah, he, that was good. Well, he beat and up the you whole get,
2: team. You realize like, oh, that's why he keeps all that shit on, because he is so like he's fucked up underneath. And then even Homelander, when he goes, yeah, I see your face underneath all that and like I, I see the scars i see all the you know he was like talking about that before he fucking did a whole uh injustice superman, superman. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, right superman yeah. joker yeah
8: <laughs> you know it's funny we were talking about this on on anthony show acs universe last night and like i think the real brilliance of that sequence is like you know you have you 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 save yourself the budget of trying to get all these actors together to do this big ass action sequence. Instead, you do it from a creative perspective of having this character relive his trauma through a form in which he feels mm-hmm. comfortable, but also at the same time it's frightening because he's yeah. reliving this trauma through fucking cartoon characters, Roger <laughs> Rabbit style, right? Yeah. And like you get all this efficient backstory as to why Black Noir is so fucked up in the head. But at the yeah. same time, you see where his trauma is stemming from, and you just see it in the most comedic way possible because mm-hmm. you see Jensen Apple's <laughs> voicing a fucking eagle and he's yeah. just beating the <laughs> shit out of a black sheep. You're just like, oh my god, this is this is horrible, but at the same time it's just super and good.
6: and like, just just the fact this alone that he's a sheep, he's a black sheep. Yeah. yeah exactly. You know yeah, the message yeah. behind that. <laughs> yeah. And of course, of course, uh uh soldier, soldier Boy, Boy an and eagle. eagle. Yeah. But, right.
2: Right. God man. And then and then you know, I mean obviously when we found out that uh, soldier boy is like technically homelander's father, that was like a you know the way that they ended that episode before the season finale, holy one shit. of
6: the
8: one of the greatest lines in,
6: in television history, I beat my meat into a
0: cup. Yeah, <laughs>
8: <laughs> I will counter that with one of the best lines in television history. It's like you're a neat you have a neon sign around you that says raw dog me, I'm a bottom.
5: that shit still has me uh, there's
8: so many
2: good lines in this damn thing man is your idiot brain getting fucked by stupid stupid. (laughs) (laughs) getting fucked by stupid
5: oh man the
6: boys you think it's going
8: to end next season or are they going to go like five Kripke said they're doing five to six uh,
2: I think they can go, you know, if they have enough to do six,
8: cool. But yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't overstay your welcome. Six seasons
6: in a movie. I think,
1: yeah. I think Ooh. adding,
8: a, I think adding a time ticker on butcher was exactly them going, yeah, we're not doing this. 10 season. Yeah. It's yeah. no. true. That but mother- did
1: you pick up on, so I'm watching that last battle, which was really cool. And, and Maeve stepped up and then they did she the switch. Where Maeve was great. And, uh, um, my wife was really happy that Maeve ended up living and I'm like, what's the only story plot reason for her being alive still? So she didn't uh, have her eggs harvested? No. Uh, okay. I was gonna say that. She, she's carrying Butcher's kids. Oh, oh because oh, they fucked. No. Oh, 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 oh fuck. shit. Oh, that is oh, the
0: only shit. story oh, reason
1: why she's uh, still alive.
5: Oh my
6: Holy God, shit. I completely so forgot about it.
0: Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> oh, because you know God.
2: that he didn't feel he was like he wasn't, they weren't thinking rubbers. He just fucking oh, hell no. Scared.
8: Yep. Which
6: and man? he and he smashed while he was on V too.
0: That's oh, shit.
8: That's very true.
2: That's how you get it back.
8: No. When that happened, wow. I was just like.
2: Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, but fine. I didn't even think about that. You're right. Yeah, you're she might be. Correct. Oh yeah. man. Oh, that's Uh-oh. that dude. You, you, I you completely forgot about that. That, I didn't that, even that even, totally like, is going to be a, that. That has to be a part of season five. There's no way that's not Or four. Oh, that's no be be bad. to back at so the like, end.
8: What happens there? Shit. Right, like baby oh, person. Wow. <laughs> <fucking stomach.
0: laughs>
6: well, tough. I think she probably. I mean, she probably could take some Compound V again, no? And
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, become a Kim- hero they again? Kimiko could. Yeah, Kim- yeah, Kimiko. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked with her. So, I yeah.
8: also left Soldier Boy alive, too.
2: Yeah, True. He's coming back. Yeah, There's no way they do Jensen, sure J- Jensen, back. Jensen, Eccles, he did. A- a- Eccles, I oh, always say that. he killed us. Yeah, he, he was, fucking he was great. great. He was great. He was great. That scene with the, the, the older ladies. <laughs> he was just oh, dude! Like, uh, we were about that, I was like, "Shit, like, wow!" <laughs>
6: everything, dude. He was friends with Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> used to make a
8: strong drink. <laughs>
6: <Yeah>. <laughs> slap you like
8: <laughs> I'm Connery.
6: <laughs> no, God. the the last episode, like, he was like, "Wait a minute." He's like, "Hold on, wait a minute. Hold or fucked your wife? What's your wife? And you want to? <laughs> and you want to?" <laughs> You want to keep the little bread? <laughs> keep the little bread. <laughs> You want to raise the little bread? Whatever he said, I was like,
2: Jesus "Yeah, Christ. dude." He, he had no no filter at all. Nah, no no filter whatsoever. Oh, he was unfiltered. Man. Yeah, an unfiltered Captain America. Essentially, it's just so good. It was great. Like, like
6: after after seeing Supernatural, and then like to see Jensen play a role like this, I was like, "Wow!" Like he's like fully unleashed on this one. And you could tell he was loving every minute of it.
8: Oh for yeah, sure. for sure. I mean, especially after like the last thing I like saw him perform in, I guess would be the best way to say it would be um, Batman the Long Halloween, where he's, yeah. he's Batman. Oh, like, Batman. He was great he's playing great as that. Super yeah. straight, super, super detective. Mm-hmm. But then you see him play this version of Soldier Boy, and you're just like, fuck, dude. Holy shit. <laughs> especially yeah. if you know like the backstory of Soldier Boy from the boys' books, because there's like there's two different versions of Soldier mm-hmm. Boy in the books. There's like the version in which they had Jensen play. He's from the 40s, he's this super like old school slightly racist, super old backwoods fucking just I don't give a yeah. fuck about your ideology type of, type of character. And then there's like the traditional soldier boy they have in modern times where he's just a total wimp. He does everything Homelander says and there are yeah. certain things that happened during Herogasm that did not happen in the episode
1: with the current. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a whole other completely. Does he like pee his pants when he gets scared? Yeah. Like, he, yeah. He's he's a wimp. That's yeah. the
8: best way I can say it without being. He's
1: like, like the opposite of what he was at first. Which yeah.
8: of,
6: which yes. uh, which soldier boy is the one that like shouts out like state names or whatever when he's like that's fighting? The wimp Wimpy. The one. wimp one. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's gonna be it. I wonder if they end up incorporating that version in this. Because I mean I haven't read the books, but from what Scott has said, he says there'll be references that they do. Because when it came to taking the temp V, that was in the first like book or something like our first mm-hmm. books, where mm-hmm. that was like they had to level the playing field right off the bat. But obviously we're in season three, and now that got introduced. So Scott was like, "Oh yeah, that was actually part of the you know the beginning of the story." But and they're loosely basing all this stuff. They're not like going directly like, hey, but they're right. going like, hey, pull that, which I love, which I love with everything. I like it when DC does it, when Marvel does it. I mean, that's, you know, just loosely, you're not going to have like the legit fucking story from the books. So just pull little references at least. Well, I'm so. glad they
6: changed. I'm glad they changed it up because not a lot, not everything in, in the boys, the comic is great. Yeah. <laughs> and right yeah, and would work Virtually. well on, uh, I mean, they changed it right off the bat because it's not, uh, It's not the deep that does, uh, you know, that sexually basically rapes uh, Starlight. It's Homelander. (laughs) And they change it to the deep in the the show. Which that guy. Which I like it because the whole episode is like you don't really you don't know. You don't know what to think about this Homelander guy. You think because even Butcher and he's like, no, he's a Boy Scout. You know, he he lies. He lies to Huey. Tell him about Homelander. And you don't see until the end of the episode when he fucking, you know, lasers that plane. They're like, oh, this guy's
8: a piece of shit. Just well, like, like all these other guys. Another major departure is Black Noir in of himself. In mm-hmm. the comics, he's oh, yeah. a straight-up Homelander clone in this. That's not the case at all.
6: No. Mm. Like,
2: this is a completely different uh, person.
8: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, Which is good.
2: Crazy. Yeah, it's good. No. I like the, what they're doing with this. But uh, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, we'll wrap it up right now. We're going about three hours. So uh, you know I appreciate this. This is uh, always fun. Like talking to you guys, you know, the uh the Patreon family which is always uh fun and uh everybody who joined. Um thank you guys for doing that. But uh, let's go around the horn and uh let's promote ourselves. Eric, can you start
3: first? Uh yeah, well, we're uh, still we're still uh working behind the scenes in the uh Sunset of the Gods. Um and you guys may remember like earlier like uh, like late last month we uh we started the uh uh Superman casting event. So if anyone
2: anyone (laughs) phil you got a good voice yeah thank you you you. (laughs) i try yeah i really try (laughs) all right so yeah if anybody's uh looking you know to do some voice stuff there you go hit up eric uh uh Tanishi, what, what hi Tanesha. Tanasha's uh bitch yeah, I always I always say it wrong
0: wrong anyway
2: Jacob Jacob go ahead what you know anything is that
5: signs canceling I'm me yeah <laughs> well, hold on I mean you saw a black phone so I'm proud of you
2: yes i know i know you gave me shit about that you're like you haven't seen it yet and like (laughs) yes i saw black phone loved it and i you know great fucking movie you know anybody who hasn't seen it yet please do yourself a favor small nice little um um ethan hawk goodness really yeah yeah he's so
0: creepy in that
2: but you know i see i got i got Nikki right Yeah, Yeah.
8: all right phil well, uh, thank you for hosting a Patreon stream, my friend. It's always a mm-hmm. blast catching up to you and the rest of us here at the Patreon <laughs> who carry the ship forward. Um, if you all want to follow me, it's just at unfiltered. Uh, Twitter or Instagram. You can also catch me on the Nerds Network most Thursdays. We're actually on our next 100th episode. We're giving away a free copy of Spider-Man No Way Home. And... Um, you know, If you want to listen to any of my podcasts, just tune in to The Eternal Night or Superhero Stress on Podbean. We haven't done any episodes. I've just been having a lot of stuff go on in the real world lately to have anything go forward, but I'm going to try and get something done for those in the future. But yeah, that, that's pretty much it.
1: Nice. Doug? At Doug Verby. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Dave. Cool. That's
2: what it is. All right, Jose. <laughs> Sure and
6: sweet. Uh,
2: sure you,
1: guys and can sweet. Follow, you
2: guys
6: can follow me on Twitter at uh, ChampagnePepper um i'm jjj as Steph likes to call me so that's why i put my name like that jose <laughs> j jr <laughs> yeah, she didn't um, show up yeah i'm sure i'm serious i'm gonna write a story i'm no one's gonna die in my justice league uh movies <laughs> gotta keep it positive just positive vibes only and yeah it's always <laughs> it's always fun to be here with you guys uh,
2: you know shooting the shit about all this stuff for sure and I appreciate you guys for uh, the added support and everybody else who's involved with that. And uh, everybody who was in the chat, uh, make sure you smash that like thumbs up, do all that. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow for anybody who joins the Batman the fanimated stream. And then of course, film chunky live on Monday. And uh, yeah, thank you to uh, the panel here. Thank you to rail who was here earlier and Carrie also, and uh, we will talk to you later.